It's a tale as old as time. An escaped psychopath escapes from a mental hospital and goes on a killing spree, murdering high school teenagers that are clearly too old to be high school kids. We watch Halloween night. We watched it so you don't have to, so you know what time it is. What is up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary, as we like to say. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. With me, as always, my buddy, my co-host, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Aaron, how are you doing this fine, fine October evening? Marshall! That sounds kind of disgusting yeah, in my headphones. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of gross. You know what was also kind of gross? I sat down in an awkward position my dick bent all weird. Oh, that's, that's what... That's... That's the goodness you get here. That's the real talk. You that's the real it. talk. That's you the get. real. You know, people don't talk about dick positioning and the 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 uncomfortable plight that the male has to go through the, where they sit down funny and the dick is all weird. The occasional, the occasional awkward sit down where your dick just doesn't lay where it needs to. And then you to. gotta like reach down, and, like grab it, and yeah. like, like kind of wiggle yank it, it around. around and and if, if like you're in a meeting and there's other people in there, you gotta subtly kind of wiggle your dick around. Get it yep. up. Yeah, like, that's the shit you don't hear anywhere else. Nobody else wants one. Has the courage. Has the balls. Dare I say? To talk about awkward dick positioning and bring and the, it to the, the public eye. awkward little dick wiggle you have to do. I'm going to play some like Sarah McLachlan music in the background on this. It's sort of like... <laughs> the strife. The strife. <laughs> the injustice of improper dick positioning. We just lost half our female listeners. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe gain some males. All two of them just went bye-bye. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a, we're in middle of October. We're... Right in the middle of the Halloween season. Smack it's, dab in the middle and of it October. it has been a gorgeous, uh, well, I should, I'm not going to say complete gorgeous, but it's been a great October weather so far this year. It's been, been awesome. Pretty good. There's been the rainy, droomy. We've had, we've had a little bit of rain. It hasn't been too mm-hmm. hot. It's been a r- relatively nice and cool. Mm-hmm. Nice, but we've had the rainy, the cloudy, dark skies too at times. So it's been a yeah, really good October so it's far. It's had a lot of variability to yes, it. Yes, it's yeah. been a good October. Have you been watching any uh, horror movies that have been more fun like any, cause oh, this you mean is, like actual good one? No, yeah. I don't have time for that. <laughs> I don't have time to watch some good horror movies out really? there. <laughs> you haven't, you haven't sat down and watched a couple. No, no, I have not. I think I was driving the other day. I was thinking, like, I was actually driving this morning on the way home. I was like, oh, God, it's Halloween. I, I, I used to watch like Halloween every year. I need mm-hmm. to watch, you know, my Halloween rotation. But I was like, God, I just haven't had time between you know, kid and and, and the podcast and. and and just and, and just life in general to, well, hey, to you just, know enjoy a good just, movie. Just for take once. take some time for Marshall. Pop a beer. Okay. Oh, that's a good idea. Let's do that. Oh, there we go. Watch a good horror movie. You know, take some time. Like, uh, I watch Halloween four for the first time. Yeah, I can't. Believe, I wanted to slap you when you told me that. You're like, All I haven't seen through. Halloween four yet. I want. I really. Almost like instinctively just slapped you, and I, I I can't believe pretty good. Yeah, number yeah. four is actually a good one. Yeah, and uh, number five and number six I still haven't seen. Oh, and I did watch um, oh shit, what was it? Ah oh, crap, now it totally escaped me. Oh well, um, but I did watch the Babysitter on Netflix. Yes, which, which uh, isn't too bad. 
Uh, it was fun. It was more like Scott Pilgrim in a satanic movie, you know. <laughs> like that's. It was kind of corny, but I mean, it was still like fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I thought about do- doing that yeah, as a as a fun one. Yeah. It's not a little scary or horror, but it's just fun. Yeah, my wife won't let. Oh, I watch Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's good, man. I like it. I watch Hocus Pocus. Those are the ones my wife. Fuck Hocus Pocus. Ah, uh, fuck you. Hocus Pocus is awesome. No, I don't understand this. Like, all of a sudden, like everybody and their fucking mother is like going ball sh- crazy over Hocus Pocus. Like all of a sudden, like the movie's like twenty some years old or something. I don't even know how old it is. Maybe more. But now all of a sudden, everybody's like, Hocus Pocus is the greatest movie ever made. Ah! I'm like, what? Fuck that movie. Fuck Bette Midler. I'm not that crazy like for the movie, but I enjoy it. I have a lot of fun. I, I like the guy whose his name is Ice. I like that a kid gets bullied. I like Sarah Jessica Parker's boobs. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's. I mean, it's still fun. On the cat, the guy with his mouth show closed, uh, his mouth shown shut. You know, uh, Thora Birch is a child actress. Nails it. It's pretty good. I just, whatever. <laughs> it's for kids. Your daughter will probably love it. I know it's for kids. I'm not saying it's not, like, I don't have a thing against kids' movies. I watch kids' movies all the time with my daughter, but it's just, I, I don't know. I just hate that movie. I don't understand why every going When's the last time you watched it? Probably, like, whenever it came out. Ooh, well, that's your problem. Of course you didn't like it when you and were... I fuck, well, first of all, I also hate Bed Miller. I don't want anything... I don't want to ever watch Bed Miller do anything. Why would you have against Bed Miller? I hate Bed Miller. Fuck her. I don't know. I, I don't like her, but at the same time, I don't have anything against her. I don't know. I just... She's anyway, just... we're getting off... Way off... <laughs> way off here. I just don't want to talk about this movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, we watched Halloween Night. Yes, from 2006. Not Halloween. Yeah, not not the good Halloween. Halloween, Halloween Night. 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 Uh, but before we talk about that, let's talk about something awesome, and that would be our Patreon page. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, you get all sorts of goodies and perks if you uh, want to help support our show and, uh, and help us out. That'd be awesome, so you can just check that out. You know, it's funny you mentioned the Patreon, because I actually checked it out today. I haven't, like, looked at it, really, because I know you've been working on it. You've been building the tiers. You've been kind of yeah. spearheading that end Slowly of it. but surely. And yes. I, I decided to check it out and look at it. And I know we've been working on the Back from the Dead uh, volume. So yes. you can go back, go to our Patreon page, and exclusive content for our Patreon members. Yep. We have, uh, we go back to, our, we have 180 episodes in the book. So we go back to episode one through 10. We talk about them, if we liked them or not, kind of a retrospective, if you will. And you can actually listen right now to our um, volume one of Back from the Dead for free on Patreon. So you can get a little taste of what they have on Patreon, of what we have to offer. You don't have to be a member to hear Volume 1, but it's only on our Patreon. And then if you like it, we have Number 2, Number 3, all there for you. Okay. So, yeah, it's just kind of like a little teaser, a little appetizer. Um, Go and check it out. You can check out there some uh, like just one one of our volumes for free. If you like it, please support us. You know, If not, just tell a friend. Just and tell be, somebody. And there will be more bonus Patreon-only content. we got a few watch-along episodes that we're going to do that are going to be just for Patreon-only. We have... We're gonna be doing one coming up um, where we go back and we're gonna rewatch some of the like some of our kind of most memorable movies or ones that really stood out that we you know we'll do those as a watch yeah, along. Yeah, people people are liking um, the watch alongs. So check, be ready for check those out. But that'll be Patreon only. But speaking of awesomeness, uh, somebody else that's really awesome uh, is Jason Morgan. He's fucking awesome because uh, he's also our newest Patreon member. All he, right. he signed up. Be like Jason. Jason's the man. So uh, yeah. Thanks, Jason. Fuck Mike. I want to be, I want to be like Jason. So if, for, for those who grew up in like the 80s and early 90s, actually know. Be like Mike, like Michael Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, Jason, yeah. Jason Mike also has a horror reference. Yeah. Or t- 
no, I don't know. I'm rambling now. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's, let's but, uh, but thank you, sir. Yes. Thank you. Uh, let's get on to Halloween night, 2006. Uh, this movie was released straight to video on October 24th of 2006, released by Asylum Films. So that right there gives you the quality that we are about to dive into. Have we had Asylum Films before? I believe we have. I, I, I think so. I could be wrong. Uh, but um, it was written by Michael Jingold and David Michael Latt. Uh, Jingold, funny thing, was actually in a movie we did before. He was actually in episode number four when we, on Sweatshop. He was in that shitty movie. Oh, no shit. Uh, where he played Officer Mike, which I'm thinking he was the one who gets just killed at the very beginning of the movie in the... <laughs> Right off the bat, but yeah. Hey, you know. Officer Mike was in. He was. He was that. That guy wrote this one, directed by Mark Atkins, who has twenty four directing credits, including such classic high end movies as Sand Sharks, Planet of the Sharks, uh, Empire of the Sharks. Oh, you kind of see where this is going. I, I see a theme here. And uh, Six Headed Shark Attack are some of his masterpiece movies that he's directed. Uh, you nothing, can, nothing like Sharkenstein, though. No, not Sharkenstein. Um, you can find this movie. It's really only available on Tubi. Tubi. For free. And I believe it's on Voodoo, too, but I I don't use Voodoo. So, anything, this so. is the first time I've actually used Tubi. Tubi. Like, because uh, I... Sounds I like hate, a Teletubby to I me. I fucking still, hate commercials with a goddamn yeah, I agree. I fucking hate commercials. I agree. I, I fucking will pay extra for That's why people pay extra to get rid of them. However, I gotta say... Watching this movie on Tubi, there were only th- four ads, and each one was only f- through the entire movie. There was one after the first like fifteen minutes, two in a row, and one to- like in the middle, and one towards the last fifteen minutes. That was only fifteen seconds. That's literally one minute worth of commercials for an entire movie for free. I gotta say, they got their format pretty much fucking nailed. <laughs> That's a really good format. Yeah, because I know like uh, not just a werewolf has been. Sp- Praising Tubi a whole bunch, yeah, because it has Project uh, Metal Beast on it. He goes crazy for that. Yeah, that movie. Um, and then we have a, a listener, Katie. Uh, I'm, I'm, if you, I'm sorry if you listen to this, and I forget your last name. But I think it's McGrath or something like that. She she emailed me and saying, "Hey, you guys should check out Tubi." And uh, she she's like, uh, "But yeah, I, I guess it's this is the second or third time I've used Tubi. Um, I still like you. I can't send the commercials, mm-hmm. but it is what it is." Uh, so, but it gives us impre- great. It gives us great movies like Halloween Night from two thousand six. Yeah, it's for got free. A, it's got a shit catalog, which is right in our wheelhouse, baby. Yep. Woo. Uh, move, move on to the cast. We have our main. Oh, there's my dog barking in the background, running upstairs. Uh, so forgive that. Uh, anyway, our main girl Shannon is played by Rebecca Cock. 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 Kachin, I don't know. K O C H A N, however you want to pronounce it. 32 credits. She played Tiffany Vandersloot in the <laughs> e- in the Eating Out franchise, which when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's got to be like a bunch of like lesbian <laughs> porn, right? No, it's actually like gay porn. Not like man, man gay. It's not porn, but it's like a franchise of weird homoerotic gay guy movies or something like that. I, I don't know. Kind of like Kissing Darkness? Yeah, but I don't think they're horror movies. I think they're like... But it's still cut from that same Yeah, club, I think it's like... Where they don't quite have sex with each other. They just rub their dicks together in a weird way. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I've never watched... Uh, but she has, has done horror movies, Dracula's Curse and Exorcism, The Possession of Gail Bowers. Uh, our main guy, David, is played by David Ozzie 
Dak, OC Doc, whatever. Fuck. There's, he, there's there's some names here here yeah, for you. Buddy. Also in Dracula's Curse, uh, he was also in Pirates of Treasure Island and Snakes on a Train, which those two are also fine fine asylum film mm-hmm. movies. <laughs> Uh, our villain, Chris Vale, is made by Sean Dury. He was also in Snakes on a Train. And he's, this makes his second appearance on Horrible Horror because he was in Night of the Living Dead 3D where he was a uh, kitchen attack zombie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we have Kendall, played by Amanda Ward. She was voted Scream Queen of the Year at the Modesto Film Festival in 2009. That's all there is to say about her. And lastly, Janine, played by Amelia Jackson Gray. She's got 30 credits, including The Campaign, which is the Will Ferrell, Zach Galifianakis movie, which was funny. That was really good. Yeah. That was like a weird sleeper one. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. Yeah. Um, Journey to the Center of the Earth, the remake Snakes on a Train. And she did some voiceovers for the uh, Star Wars The Old Republic video game. And at one point in time, she was married to Scream actor alumni Skeet Ulrich. Skeet, Skeet. Skeet, Skeet. Um, so that's all we're going to talk about on the cast. Now it's time to grab your candy corn and, uh, we're going to get into Halloween night. 2006. Full size butterfingers, baby. <laughs> Crispity, crunchity, peanut Punch. buttery. Better lay a finger on my butterfinger. Hell yeah. Bart Simpson style, baby. Uh, let's the, go. So the movie, we open with a black screen with based on actual events written on it. And I'm like, well, that's complete uh, bullshit, and you know, we're, yeah, again, another good sign of what we're in deep for. Deep sigh. Yeah. Uh, then we go to the Vale house, where two masked men are holding the father at gunpoint while the son, Chris, is hiding underneath like a bed or a couch or something. Uh, the masked men grab the mother, rip her dress down. We get full boobage in the first 45 seconds of the oh, movie. Oh, but there's, there's nothing quite like aggressive rape to start off your exactly. movie. Exactly. Uh, the mom is forced onto the couch that Chris is hiding under where she gets basically raped at the speed of light uh, and then shot and killed. Yeah, it's it's disturbing. Like, the the first... I mean, it's it's like smacking you right in the face with, like, an aggressive rape scene where the guy... The, the dad's, like... The kid's watching from underneath the couch. Yeah. The father's held with a gun to his head as they watch. And it's... It's... it's Uncomfortable. I mean, yeah, you, I mean, you don't actually see the rape. I mean, it, it's shot from underneath but the couch. But I mean, they, yeah. they, I mean, you get it. But it's like, yeah, but it's, still. it's not. Cool. But again, it's not that strong <laughs> because it ha- it's, it's over in like literally like two seconds. It's pretty it's quick, the but fastest but rape But still, ever. it's like, oh, this is how we're starting the movie. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, you guys just crank it up to ten and yank off the knob. What else you got for me? <laughs> um, after she's dead, the father's released. Who then looks at his assailants and is like, "Why the fuck did you kill her?" And now we're like, okay, basically the father was behind this and this was a setup. Yeah, it all was along. it was like a weird so it didn't make sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. Because he's got a gun to his head, he's held at gunpoint, the guy's raper then killer, and he goes, Well, why'd you kill her, bro? Basically, it's like so were you playing? The plan was just to have you coming to rape your wife? Rape my wife rape rape my wife, please. <laughs> and uh be on your merry way. Yeah, apparently that was the original plan. Like, what? It, <laughs> Normally it's the other way around. It's like, kill my wife. Like, dude, why the fuck did you rape her? Just kill her or something. Yeah, yeah. No, nope, nope. I wanted you to rape her and not kill her. And it, he, they were like, the deal's a deal. The deal's done. It's whatever, Whatever's yeah. done is done. Apparently there was some deal. It was like a contract. Uh, it, it, uh, never, you know, con- hit, uh, never, contract never comes back. No, never does. 
Uh, so for some dumbass reason now, Chris rolls out from his hiding place and, and it turns out his mom's still alive and she's moaning in pain. The other masked man who didn't rape her turns, shoots her in the head. The bull goes through her head, punctures a steam pipe that Chris just like happens to be leaning up against. Burning hot steam blasts Chris in the face, burning him. And we fade to white and we jump to 10 years later and we go to the famous Linda Vista Hospital in L.A., which is now supposed to be just a random mental institution. But it's that same white shutdown hospital you've seen like yeah. every low-budget movie ever. Um, which is also supposed to be a real his, uh, uh, haunted site. In, it's one of the famous bum, bum, bum. supposed to be haunted. Uh, anyway, uh, now we see a, a adult Chris locked up in his white cell. Um, now remember, Chris is supposed to be a burn victim for getting burned from steam. Uh, but he looks more like a six-foot-tall stick of beef jerky. My God. They go so fast on this origin story part. Yeah. So, so fast. fucking fast. So the kid got burned by steam. I understand steam can be pretty brutal. Yeah. Um, one of our good friends, Gray, is a lawyer for pipe fitters, and I've heard pipe fitter stories and people actually getting like skin melted off and things like that. Steam can be a bad motherfucker, mm-hmm. but not steam that's that's in an industrial settings. Yeah. This like right? steam from like a radiator or something like that. Yeah. I don't even know what, but yeah. It can burn you. Yeah. Sure, but this is in your home. And also, wouldn't you have to like I would think to be burned that bad, you'd have to be like exposed to it for like a good a long time. Yeah. Like just it's not like if you're getting burned by steam, you're not going to stand there and take him like, ah, oh, fuck, it hurts. Yeah. Get out of the way. They do show the steam hit him in the face. But when they show him, he's got short sleeve shirt on. Yeah. And his hair is gone and he's got a few patches. Like Marshall said, he looks like beef jerky. His arms are completely everything. He, every, looks, he looks like a, like I said, a six foot tall. Slim Jim. Slim, a Slim Jim. <laughs> and he's just about, he's, he might be just about thick as one, too. He's yes, skinny, real skinny, skinny guy. Slim Jim with teeth. But, but yeah, the, the makeup is so fucking bonkers. It's insane. I mean, he looks more like a goddamn zombie that's be, been decaying for years yes. and years than more than, than a burn victim. Com- complete, like, there, there's no way he could be alive. That's my, that was yeah. my very next. There's no fucking way a human being would be, who was burnt that bad, looked like that, would actually still be alive. Right. He would and be it, dead. And if they didn't do anything, like skin grafts or correct it, Shame on the doctor. <laughs> Shame on that's them. a crime against humanity. Yeah, like so that alone. I mean, even the lady got her face ripped off by a monkey. Had some surgery done. <laughs> it's very true. Even she wears a veil. Yeah, <laughs> and if he is that burnt, wouldn't his skin be so like sense like in, like dry? Like, wouldn't they have to like keep him like wrapped in like wet bandages well, or like I mean, olive oil or I don't know olive how, oil, not olive oil, uh, <laughs> aloe, aloe vera, <laughs> like lotion or something. Like I don't know, like not olive oil. <laughs> You're gonna throw one of <laughs> Just grill them up. <laughs> Only if you get the cold press. <laughs> Extra virgin. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, there, there's no way. Yeah. So anyway, these two orderlies decide to fuck with Chris because he always... It's a movie, so that means every orderly in every hospital has to be a complete dick to every patient ever. And, and you've heard me gripe about it, Moon Goons. I worked in a mental institution. This shit would never fly. Um, so they put on masks that kind of somewhat look like the masks that the, the guys who killed his mom yeah, were wearing. Yeah, and he's like, I love fucking with this guy. Look at him and go crazy. Whoa. So it, apparently he does this all the time. Enough that it's become like a normal shtick. Yeah. Um, so, uh, of course, this goes horribly wrong for the orderlies. Uh, Chris freaks out to no one's surprise and basically turns into Wolverine here <laughs> and just slices the shit out of or- the first orderly with his fucking fingernails. With his hands? With his hands, which 
Again, I know it's a man he doesn't have knives, but they would still, like, wouldn't they still clip his fucking fingernails as a safety precaution for any psychopath? Yes. Like, they're not going to, like, just let him grow your nails out. To, so, for for example, hey, so this shit right here doesn't happen. That's why you <laughs> clip their nails. But he, they claws them to death. He rips their throat out. Yeah, and yeah. when he's on down bleeding out, he punches, he plunges <laughs> his hand into the orderly's neck and just rips out. He fucking... Swayze Roadhouse style just yeah. rips the guy's fucking throat out. Dude, it's like, it's like me aggressively reaching for the last couple beers at the bottom <laughs> of a of a cooler. Bah! Just plunging my hand in there. But it's just like, I just reaches in, grabs a handful of meat and rips it out. Yeah. And then he just bitch slaps the other orderly yeah. and knocks him <laughs> bitch out. Slaps. And then it just cuts to Chris wrapped in a bed sheet, wearing one of the masks, walking down the hallway. We, and, I mean, and that's and he, and he, he walks escape. right past the guard station. The guards in there like dicking around doing Watching something else. Watching TV or something. And he just walks right on out the hospital. And just like the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah. Like what? So we got we got backstory <laughs> and escape in the first like five, five minutes. minutes. And I'm thinking, okay, if the orderlies fucked with this guy so much and given him so much shit, and this is one of his sticky things. How, why does he snap today? Yeah. Why is it all of a sudden? The snapping. Yeah, because you know, I mean, if, it's, if he's having flashbacks, if it's the mask that's triggering, if he's done all, he'd be snapping. He should have been snapping like every single time. Yeah. Or especially the first. I mean, obviously the first yeah. time. Yeah. But if he's doing it like over and over again, he'd be like, oh, it's this fucker again. But so, like, what kind of security measures does this like mental hospital have? Like, the guy just walks out. I think he's a janitor slash security guard. Walks out. Just walks out. <laughs> no, no locked doors. Nothing like that. Uh, so it, they, 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 it's the honor system there. It is. <laughs> <laughs> now don't go ripping out our throats and walking out the door. We'll leave them unlocked, but we, you know, if you, if you take advantage of the system, we'll have to change it or something. <laughs> it's up to you. Hey, um, man, you ruined it for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> the other guys are yelling at him. Uh, we fade to black, roll the opening credits. Uh, after the credits, we go back to the Veil vale House, which is now owned by a new family. Uh I gotta say the house is this, this fucking house is awesome looking. Like it's pretty goddamn sweet and has a killer view. By the way, like yeah. it, it's it's a sweet house. Sure. Uh, here we meet our main group of fodder or red shirts, if you will. Um, <laughs> there's our main guy David, whose family owns the house and who's hosting a, like, like a mega Halloween party. Uh, Shannon, his pretty blonde girlfriend. Larry, the geek chic guy in glasses that looks like he has stickers on his shirt for some reason. Um, Larry's girl Tracy. And our lesbian couple, Kendall and Angela. And then the last couple is Janine and Todd. So that's our main group. Um, so there's a brief scene between Todd and David where they talk about the party and how they're going to have a big scare lined up for everyone, like this big prank. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. says he has to go pick up his, their other friend, Daryl. And then it cuts to Kendall and Angela making out another room. They're just making out because that's all lesbians do. Apparently, this movie just make out all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, we, yeah. more <laughs> boobs are seen. We get more boobs. Um. So that's the whole scene. Make out and boobs. So yeah, it's and it seems like um. <laughs> All right. <laughs> D- Dave has got like a jerky boys kind of Jersey New York accent sort of yeah. that comes and goes. He's like, hey, what are you doing, you wise guy? Yeah, uh, what you fucking around? Oh, well, look, look at his penises over here. You know, he just <laughs> talks like he's a like a jerky boy light. Like yeah. he says weird things. Yeah, he's, I think he's got that, a real weird mannerism. I about feel him. like he was—he was like 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 ninety percent of his lines were like improvised or something. I think he had like, that very that that feel. Just about the majority of the guys, the girls seem to follow script. The guys, yeah. there's three in particular that follow. 
that follow a crazy, like, crazy makeup ups. Hey, I'm witty. I'm crazy. Look at me. Yeah. And then they break the fuck meter so bad. Yeah. And, and they, and they, yeah, they repeat themselves a lot. And that's when you can, I think I can tell they're improv because hey, they don't say the same fuck, word. Yeah, fuck, over, fuck, fuck, fuck. And like, fuck. there's one scene where, like, dude is said, like, way too many times for the length of the scene. It's, it's, they, but, the, yeah, it's, we talked about before that there's the fuck meter. You know, once you once you have too many fucks, it's a big sign of poor writing, poor planning, and just it's it it takes you out of it. So we like I said, okay, we that's the lesbian scene. I covered that. Uh, then we jump to David. He's getting he gets in his car to leave, but first he has a chat with another friend who is there uh, helping with the decorations, uh, who's also in on uh, part of the scare, uh, the, the the prank surprise. Uh, this guy's name is uh, Mitch. Mitch or something. Because uh, I had to go back. I, I don't know, but I'm just saying they clearly show this guy at the party with everybody else setting up, and but they, they kind of he kind of said, "Hey, be be quiet, be quiet." But the house isn't. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a cool not house, that, but yeah. it's not that big. Yeah, and you're and out he's the, right oh, around the corner. He's right around, so he's gonna be visible, and that's my point. I think I make it later anyway. But something else about this, and I've only heard it one other time, ever. And I think that was in uh, Satan's Little Helper. Okay. So there's a scene when <laughs> Dave pulls up and goes, hey, he goes, hey, what's up, Dave? Mitch says. And he looks back up at Mitch and goes, what's up, nigga? <laughs> That's right. And That's I'm like, whoa, right. whoa, he does whoa, say that. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> he does say that. I, I pause it. I go back. I'm like, does it is is his name something else? Is it Jimmy or I don't know, a name that might rhyme somewhat with that? <laughs> nope, it's Mitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is nowhere close. I forgot about the... the oh, yeah, by the way, the, Mitch is white as a ghost. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's... I'll tell you white. It, and so is... so. There's, so not a black, is, there's not a black color or color person at all in this movie. There is not a black-skinned person... An, uh, Mexican, Hispanic. There's, there, there's, no, an, there's an imitation Hispanic there's, there's later on. a fake on. one, yes. Yes, this is a very white cast, come to think of it. Uh, which is pretty rare these days. It's rare. Uh, so, uh, David, um, he, he cuts it, David, he's picking up his emerging rock star buddy Daryl from a bus stop. Because all rock stars take the bus. Yeah, and they also wear leather jackets and smoke. Well, that's how you know they're rock stars. Uh, is, that, is that why? Because, they, yeah. Um, and this is where I said the word dude is said way too much in this scene. It's not that long, but they say dude, like, every other word is like dude. And you can tell, like, this is, okay, this is all being improv. Yeah. And so we cut, then we go. Out like, comes, what's, what's his nuts is again? Dale. Daryl. 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 Um, so now we cut to Janine and Todd in Todd's car. Now, for some reason, driving somewhere, uh, Janine is looking at and messing with Todd's executioner's costume and weapons that are in the back seat. Todd starts flipping out because apparently, for some reason, swords and other medieval-like weapons are illegal in the state of California, which that made zero sense. Which made like, zero what? fucking sense. Like, he's like, cover those up. Those are legal. I'm like, huh? Aren't th- I've never heard that a sword is illegal anywhere in the world. Considering <laughs> it's like... Hollywood, yeah, the place where almost every single movie is made. <laughs> yeah. These, you know, pointy pieces of metal are yeah. illegal. Fuck you. Yeah, that but, was a really lame excuse. Yeah, it's like the stupid. Like, I don't know why they even put that there. Like, just why? say, just say, I got fucking weed in the car. Yeah, you know, just I, like I, oh, cover up my weed, baby. You know, because just say weed. I, well, I don't it's, know why they have to cover anything up. 
In the first, because, okay, basically, because it, it doesn't matter. They, 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 it doesn't fucking matter. Basically, they come to a, a roadblock, and there's a cop, like, stopping cars, and, and they're like, oh, my God, and that's like, oh, cover up those weapons because they're illegal, blah, blah. No, they're not. Don't, like, and even if you had, like, it, it, it's pointless. It, I don't understand the scene at all, but basically, the cop's like, hey, have you seen this man? They show him a picture of Chris, and she's like, oh, my God, is he even alive? Well, that's a very good that's question. A good question, because, no, he should be, by, by all... <laughs> fact of medical science he should be dead <laughs> I, I do love the picture they show it's like a xerox copy of a picture of a it's photo a black and white yeah but it's it's not it's not cropped properly it's like stretched out it's weird so he looks me. even longer and weirder He's like fucking slender man <laughs> yeah, burnt slender man like burnt gumby with a white t-shirt on <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it was really dumb looking so um and then they're like we haven't we haven't seen him we haven't seen him officer and they're like He's like, way. all right, be gone. Get yeah, never here. search the vehicle. Never, never search. Yeah. Never. So all those illegal weapons are a big yeah. deal. Yeah. It was just an excuse to show that he has he weapons. Could, they could have done that anyway. Yeah, she they could have done She's it. already looking through yeah, it. Yeah, she'd be like, she'd wow, be, look at all these weapons. She'd be like, oh, these are really cool. He's like, and he could just be like, hey, be careful of those. Those are sharp. That would make more yeah. sense. Hey, oh, those are fucking illegal. Hey, be careful of those. Those are real. Yeah, yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that. That, um, Which, again, would even be make better because help yeah. set up the premise for later. Not... I have illegal swords in my backseat. <laughs> Fucking A. Is he a got to steal Excalibur from like the <laughs> Royal Museum over Britain or something? Or Jesus Christ. I don't know. I, I can't wrap my head around illegal swords. Excalibur. Like, That's good. Did he steal the, uh, what, uh, uh, wolf's or gray claw? You should have stopped with Excalibur. Yeah, I should have. I'm good. trying to think of the sword from Game of Thrones that Jon Snow used. Oh, um, shit. It was like wolf's claw or. White, like, white claw, white claw. Or no, that's like, that's a seltzer drink that girls. Oh drink. yeah, yeah. That, that's a beer. I don't know, but it had a name. <laughs> but you know what? Some famous. Oh fucking. Oh man, we're gonna lose our nerd cred though. Sting. He had Sting in the back. Sting. I got Sting. Got there you Sting. Go. I got Sting. Got sting. Um, so anyway, long claw. Long claw. Maybe. Long claw. That could have been it. I think that was it. Maybe. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so back to David and Daryl. They return back to the house. David tells Daryl that he has to hide on the basement so no one will see him before it's time for the big. Yeah. And so that's it. Um so so they're they're really planning something. Something big. They're making it pretty extravagant. Yes. They're they're they're, they're very adamant about this. Also, I want to mention that it's, it's I know I know they've mentioned it a couple of different people mentioned it throughout the movie at certain point points, but they hammer home that these guys are supposed to be high school seniors. And holy fuck, they look like they're like College seniors. I didn't if, get high school. I got there in college. No, like one was he, away for a semester studying, and he's he like the one who was like, yeah, yeah. He came in town because no, because the lesbians later said, how are we get ever, ever how are we gonna be getting any studying done next year or next next semester? Because they're like, oh, and just he says this is our big party before we graduate, and like they're nope, talking about high I school got, graduation. I got college. I got college all the way. See, I got high school. I got college. All right, well, yeah, which makes way more sense. It would make sense, but I, but they, I to think, me, I got high school because they were saying things about graduation and then next semester, like being roommates next semester. Yeah, you still do that shit. I, all right, I'm not gonna hammer home. I whatever. <laughs> I got high school. College. I hope it's college. I hope I'm wrong in this because there's no way they look high school. Don't worry, you're wrong. All right. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so, anyway, we go back to time to They pull into a gas station to fill up. And I'm still really fucking confused as to where they're supposed to be going and why they're driving there in the first place. Because uh, it makes zero sense to me. Todd gets out of the bathroom, gets out to go to the bathroom to put on his costume while Janine pumps the gas. So, let me, again, that's why I'm confused because basically all I'm getting from this is that for some unknown reason, 
that I guess that I can't guess or figure out. Todd had to drive so far away from the house that they had to stop for gas just to put on his costume for a Halloween party that they were already at. Like, there's never any explanation why, because we see them arrive at the party with the big group to set up the decorations. They're there. Did he leave to get his illegal weapons? No. His they costume? Did, they just, they were there thought, setting up, and then they just, they're gone. They're just driving far enough away that they had to stop and get gas. Are you sure? They so didn't... far away that they had to stop and get gas. Who fucking cares? Okay. It drove me, I, I can't, it's like, this makes zero sense. It had to be to go get the weapons and shit. But, ugh. Why were they there in the car in the first place? Then you're at the party already. Were, you were already were, at the were, party. Were they driving back? What to the party? Were they driving? They were already at the party. Fuck it. Who cares? Why Let's would go. they be driving back? They're already there. <laughs> they left for some. I don't know. It makes zero sense. Um. So anyway, like I said, Todd goes to the bathroom to change. Where no one's surprised, he comes face to face with our killer, Chris. Uh, Chris kills Todd. Pretty much, it's by stabbing yeah. him through the mouth and out the back of the head with like this giant weird looking knife. Yeah, that Todd has. So Todd's trying to put on his costume, drops a knife. Yeah, and you know, out comes Chris the crispy critter, <laughs> and he, <laughs> you know, he's Chris. like, he kind of goes, oh, and he, he recognizes him, and he's like, oh, hey, dude, cool costume, trying to like get out, get out the door. He grabs the knife and he's holding it like he's looking at something he's never seen before. This would probably give me like, okay, escape lunatic, check. Crispy critter, killer that the cops are looking for, check. Mm-hmm. Just grab my fucking illegal real knife. <laughs> my illegal knife. Check. Get the fuck out of Dodge, bro. Yeah. No, nope. he just tries to, hey, wh- wh- why don't you give me that back? Wait, why don't you give that back to me? Why don't you just hand that over? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so... Todd's dead. Zombie face stabs him through the mouth. Yeah. Jerk, uh, Jack Links kills him. And, uh, <laughs> Jack Links. Uh, <laughs> kills him through the mouth. And he's dead. So outside, Janine tosses Chris's keys. Uh, tosses Chris the keys to Todd's car because she thinks it's Todd. Yeah, he has, the, he has the costume yeah. on. He's all decked out. And, you know, and apparently Todd likes to get into character. He's method. He's very method. <laughs> yes, he's very method. Uh, so apparently this executioner doesn't talk. He no. just walks awkwardly. <laughs> very awkwardly. <laughs> like, I swear to God, the guy is like, the, the killer is like, he's like 20 some years old. But he, he moves like he's like a newborn baby calf. Like you try to figure out how to walk for the That's first time. That's a great way of putting it. Like you <laughs> see so a, a giraffe come out of that giant <laughs> yeah. high as giraffe pussy coming out. <laughs> Flopping around, he kind of walks like that. He does. You know? He's got some weird like body movements. Hey, did, did you pick up that high as giraffe pussy? Yes, I did. Yeah, I like Kevin it. Smith action for you. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen reboot. Just came out. All right, yeah. I need to watch that then. Yeah. I like Kevin yeah. Smith. Um, so anyway, they get in the car. The two of them get in the car. They drive off. Uh, after Chris misses their turn off along with some of his erratic driving behavior, Janine starts to get a little suspicious of Chris's behavior. So Chris grabs the hand axe that's in the car and hacks Janine to death with it while he drives. And hack away does oh boy Oberto do. Yes, he does. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so she's dead. He she, hacks, hacks, and hacks, hacks and hacks and hacks. And they keep showing a close-up of her guts and her face. And she's looking at him like like he farted in the car. I just about to say things. She's know, looking like that. How she's dare just like you fart oh, in this car right now? <laughs> she's got that look of, oh, that stinks. But instead of saying that, she's like, <laughs> as we just see, hack, 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 more fart face, hack, 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 more fart face. And yeah. Um, <laughs> so she's dead. 
Uh, back at the house, Shannon gets uh, stopped by a guy dressed up as a troll who guards the makeshift drawbridge that leads up to the, the house, or the stairs that lead up to the... Uh, basically, the troll's there to ask everybody a riddle that you have to answer correctly in order to enter the party. If you get it wrong, you're placed in the nearby stockades until another party goer gets the real right and chooses to set you free. Those are the rules. Anyway, she gets the real right. She goes in. I, I do like the... I actually liked it, too. I thought that was like, yeah. oh, that's fun. Because the party is like a uh, medieval theme. Like king, yeah. Our main group, anyways, is like a very... Like medieval rants, like kings, queens, queens court gesture, wenches, wenches. Yeah. yeah. So you have the gate troll, the bridge troll, asking the riddles in the stock, and then of course the executioner yeah. and all that. So I like the theme. Like, okay, that's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um. So then we see shots of a thunderstorm rolling in oh. that are shown. <laughs> a thunderstorm that never ever shows up. Seriously, they keep showing like this fo- footage of thunderstorm rolling in, lightning, and all this. Never fucking rains in this movie. Never. It's like, it's like they just forgot halfway through. Like, oh shit, we forgot about the thunderstorm, guys. Oh, we should have oh, kept shit. showing that storm. <laughs> Fuck. That B-roll storm. Watch out, a B-roll storm is rolling in. Ah, don't worry about it. It's just B-roll. <laughs> At least it wasn't as bad as Minutes to Midnight. That, that one was the worst. Watch out, a storm. That was like a main theme in the whole movie, which never came. <laughs> At least this one was just flashes. Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, that was funny. Meanwhile, Shannon and Tracy are putting the finishing touches on their costumes while Larry's in on the, his laptop or computer looking up Chris Vale. Uh, he gives us some more backstory exposition dumping here, and we learn that supposedly the body of Chris's mother was never found, just her blood and brain fragments, and that her father, or his father, ended up commit, uh, killing himself suicide. afterwards. Now, of course, we never saw this, so... Yeah, we haven't seen know. any of that yet. So, we jump ahead to the party. The house is packed with costume party revelers. They're all outside waiting to come in. Yeah, and... there's a big crowd. Yeah. Uh, David gives Shannon a necklace that he says he found in the house, which turns out to be Chris's mother's necklace, which I also is such bullshit because you're telling me after all these years, it's been like at least 10 years, at least 10 years, that this necklace has just been lying around. It sounds like nobody's found this oh. necklace in 10 years. Oh, that's the bullshit? Well, some of the <laughs> bullshit, but it's pretty bullshit. Yeah, but it also looks like a cheap Batman. It does. <laughs> it, does. it looks like there's like a little Batman emblem it, on there. It looks like the classic like 1989. Or it looks like it looks like the like the piece of like like shitty like goth jewelry you get a hot top like the, the yes. goth like the goth going to high school like, or it's oh, Spencer's I'm, I'm goth now like, yeah I get, like, yeah it really the it's pewter just, kind of yeah it, it just has like some generic bad on it's like dude yeah, I'm, I'm goth now me man. and my I'm seventh grade time. girlfriend used to go to Spencer's and steal that shit all the time <laughs> look I got you a little demon necklace it's got ruby eyes <laughs> I love you baby <laughs> let's make out to Metallica <laughs> that was my life Sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> Hi, Angie, if you're listening. How you doing? <laughs> Trump is alive. Okay, how you doing? Uh, anyway, so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the Batman necklace. Yeah, the Batman. So, uh, time passes, and we see a guy dressed up as a friar or like an old monk or something being asked the riddle by the troll. Uh, only now, we, at this time, we see there are two other people locked up in the stocks who apparently have gotten the, the riddle wrong. Friar dude gets the riddle correct, chooses to free the cute girl instead of the dude, which is 100% the right choice to make. Yep. And that's it. That's the scene. Do we, you want, do you want to, 
regale the audience with the riddle? I don't. I didn't write down. Let me see if I remember it. I mean, least, I, yeah. I mean, I get it. But let me tr- let me try at least come close to it. Okay. All right. <clears throat> the riddle goes like this: It is found in a man's pants. It has one hole and a long shaft. You know, it, and as hard it, as something. Yeah, it was a, hard, with a long, hard shaft. Yeah. If you put this into the right hole, many pleasures it can give. Wonders you One, will behold. Yeah. Wonders you will behold. It rhymes, yes. yes. Uh, what is it? Yeah. And everyone, of course, thinks it's a cock. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, you dick, dick. dick. But no one says that nope. because everyone's too clever yeah. for it is... A key. A key. A key. So, yeah. Um, that's basically the riddle. Yeah, I didn't write yeah, it down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For, yeah, not word for word, but that's basically yeah. it. Um, so, and it's kind of funny because the frolls getting trust frustrated because everyone's getting it right except for two dummies, I guess who got locked. Well, he's also getting day. drunk because he's he's he, poor guy, poor poor bastard. Like, who did he piss off? Like, who would he be like? Yeah, dude, I'll be there troll outside. I, fuck, I don't want to be in the party where the fun is and all the girls. I don't want to stand outside by myself all night. Read That's lyrics, dumbass riddle. Yeah, I mean, the only thing he he does have a flask which he's constantly drinking. So he's getting drunker and drunker throughout the movie. Troll drunk. So at least good for him because yeah. I felt bad for the troll, that poor schmuck. Um. So anyway, David calls Daryl on his cell phone and says, "Hey, it's time coming up in ten, fifteen, or in fifteen minutes." We cut to Daryl entering the party, and he starts hitting on every girl he sees. So Daryl makes his appearance. So I'm thinking, okay, here, 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 here we're putting the the act, the plan into action. Yes. Right. So something's gonna happen. I'm really curious as to what's going on because they're making they really hammered this home at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, he, and basically he just goes around hitting on every girl, and being, he, a complete, a, being real an aggressive. Yeah, just being you an know, asshole, like like over the top. Yes. Uh, Daryl actually gets recognized by one of the party goers because he's like, dude, I saw your show last night. You were awesome. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so David has to come over and distract the party goer to get his attention off of Daryl and then sends that party goer on an errand to go pick up some sound equipment for the VIP room or some bullshit like that. Just so just he to get him out of there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we now we go to that, that same party goer outside. He's heading to his car. He gets in his car. He's about to back up and leave when Chris pulls up in, 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 was it uh, Todd's car? He's right. Pulls up Todd's car, blocks the other car from being able to back yeah. out. Hey, bro, I gotta get out of here, man. Yeah. So party Move. goers oh, like buddy, buddy, buddy. hey, buddy, but but he yeah. he all of a sudden becomes Canadian. <laughs> yeah, he's South Park Canadian. <laughs> hey, buddy, but, hey, guy, I'm not your guy, buddy. I'm not your friend. Bye. Hey, buddy, move your car. Can't you see I'm trying to get out of here? Buddy, get out of here. He hey, buddy, like a square person. His can't, jaws. Can't you hear around. me talking, buddy? <laughs> um, hey, buddy, but he's not being a dick about. It. He's like, hey, no. dude, come on. Yeah, he just says buddy a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, the part, he gets out, and he's like, hey, dude, can you move a car so I can get out? Chris just, like, fucking just kills this poor sap by hacking him in the face with a hand axe. Yeah, they get just out, like, he, he gets out of the car, and the guy's like, come on, buddy, just move the car. Wham! Yeah, right, face, axe meets face. Yeah, and, and he's, like, he's wiggling dead. it back and forth and... Trying to wedge it, get it out I, I will say something, let's let's just talk about the, the overall okay. cinematic presentation of the kills. This is a low-budget movie, and they do... Pretty decent job. I like the kills, actually. They do a I pretty do. good job yeah. of doing the kills with mm-hmm. close-ups and wax and the, you know the gore. I mean, they, they the kills I think are actually for this level of movie really good. I agree. They do a good job with the blood effects, the practical effects. So I think the kills are very solid for what they had to work with. We've seen a hell of a lot worse. Uh, and a hell I, of a lot worse. And this is 2006. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah. I, you know, I, I've seen. You know, so I was very pleased with the kills. I had nothing to really complain about. Yeah. So. Um, inside Daryl continues to be an ass to all the girls. He starts hitting on, on, uh, uh, Kendall with a blonde, 
lesbian who for some reason has a mic pack clipped to her bra, which I don't understand why she has that. What? A microphone pack. Like the little, <laughs> did you not see like the little black box dangling off the back of her bra? Nope. It's so clearly every time she turns around, there's a black like square microphone back. It's like one of those portal mics. They, they clip it on you, and then you like the little clip on mics. It's just clipped on the back of her dress. That or, might or explain something. Because I was like, what? Like, she's dressed as a renaissance girl. Why does she have a microphone pack strapped to her? That might explain something. I don't know why, because, like, nobody else does. Well, not that they can see. Yeah, but why would you... If, if that's the case, if they are wearing individual mic packs, which one... Like, the other girls aren't... If they're strapped to the back, like, they always strap them to the back. Or they're like, hidden better. But they're not... You don't see them. They're not bulging out. Well, this girl's just like, oh. And then how do you let that on camera? How did, do, how did you not see that? Oh, shit, we see the mic pack. Let's uh, let's just have you turn slightly so we don't see that. Well, dude. Take three. Please back me up on this, especially in that first act of the movie, the, first be- the beginning part of the movie. There's obvious dubbing going on. Like David's talking on the phone, and his words don't quite match up with his lips. And he's talking with other people, and they, don't, they just don't match up right. There's obviously they've gone back in the studio and talked over a microphone, to mimic what they were saying before, it's it's really plain as day. Or their audio track and their 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 uh, film does not match up. It's off by half a second. It's really bad. So I'm thinking maybe if they were using wireless mics or mics that like on their person, they just weren't picking up right. It sounded like shit. So they had to go back in the studio and re-record it. Especially the first act, man. Their mouths do not exactly match up. I I will admit I did not notice. Oh, I noticed that. it right away. I, I, like, I didn't. I was either not paying that enough attention. I was too busy either writing or watching other stuff. Or I did not pick up on. I that. was intensely watching. I did pick up the fact that oh my god, there's her mic pack clearly as day <laughs> right there on her back. I totally. Missed I've that. never seen that in a movie. Where they they not. Why I've never seen anybody wear a mic pack in any of these movies. They always use a boom mic. Exactly. Like, why does she have a mic pack on? And That's... if she has a mic pack on, why are you fucking showing it? Like, I, Jesus. Anyway, so that's that. I just I, I laughed at that. Um, where was I? Uh, okay, so outside the bridge troll tries to stop Chris now uh, and ask him the riddle. But Chris just murders this poor bastard by splitting the troll's head open with a giant fucking sword. It doesn't look bad. That looks like it belonged to an orc from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and it's kind of funny because the troll's like, come on, Todd. Just He tries to walk by. He's like, dude, just let me do the fucking riddle. Yeah, that's all I got, and he's man. like, come on, man. Just, and he's all drunk. And it, yeah. I like the troll. I do. I, I like, like the, tr- the troll. I like the troll, too. But it, these weapons are not like you know, just like a regular like long sword or a similar sword. These things, they're like... Seriously, this one looks like it's, it's austere and weird. Like Artistic yeah, design. Yeah, it, well, it's like a know, fantasy sword. Artisan sort. design. Yeah, it's, yeah, art, yeah. yeah. It's like, like this thing looks like a Blanco and Orc in Lord of the Rings. Right, and, right. And the knife that, that he killed Ty with was all like weird. And again, it looked like Wavy something from like, gravy, a, like yeah. World of Warcraft yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. It was weird. So, um, so Chris, like I said, just then... This triggers, he, 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 uh, what was I saying? I'm sorry. Let me, I lost my train of thought here. He kills the troll and then he kicks the troll's body into the stockades, knock, which knock over the stockades and he falls to the ground next to the stairs. Face first. Face first. He, Chris enters the party and immediately sees some dudes in mass. And this triggers a flashback of the man he saw murder his mother. So Chris just murders three random just, dudes. Just hacks them down. Hacks them down. Like, just slices them with, like, his sword. Like, he slices them across the face. Like, just 
Like he's them. like he's on a battlefield fighting orcs. Yeah, yeah. Like he's a fucking samurai he's, in feudal Japan, and he's taking out the emperor's soldiers. <laughs> and he's just slicing dicing, man. He's Aragorn versus Urukai. Yeah, it is. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> he's just slicing motherfuckers down, and you think that would be some people in the party go, holy shit! Exactly. That's what's like he walks in the front door, kills three people. He just walks in the door. Nobody sees this, and not that they don't, not that they don't see him killed, but nobody sees and these people three are dead bodies. Like, yeah, nobody finds the bodies. He never moves. The bodies should be lying there the whole time. People come walking around, three dead bodies. Nobody sees them ever. Doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Just whoop. Right by the front door. Yeah, three, but- <laughs> like I said, Marshall said he sees he sees the guy the party guard with the same mask on, freaks out, cuts three people up. And the third guy him. wasn't even wearing a mask. No. He was like just there. Yeah. He's like gonna wear like a baseball uniform or yeah, something. Yeah, like something one weird. guy was like a wizard. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like What? Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> just keep going. Exactly. So he goes into the next room where he bumps into Shannon. Of course, she thinks it's Todd. She's talking to him like, she's like, hey, Todd, blah, 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 blah. Gosh, you look so great, Todd. Oh, you must really be in the character. You're not going to talk to me? Okay, I get it. Uh, Chris, See you later, Todd. Chris refrains from killing Chan because he sees her wearing the Batman, Batman necklace. necklace. Uh, the bat signal necklace or whatever. And he starts getting like flashes of his mom. And this, it, it's very Friday the 13th ripoff. Yeah. Like, it only, it's. Friday 13 did it better. Are you going to be a good boy, yeah, Chris? Chris, you a good boy? Yeah, Mommy like, loves you, Chris. She's blah, like blah, blah. slutty hot, though. She is slutty hot. Slutty hot and mom. She, but she's talking to her son like... Yeah, like... Like, he's like... She's talking to her son like her son's like her dominant... Like, her submissive she's sex gonna toy. She's going to him later. Like, you've been a good boy? Yeah. I'm like, like what the ooh. fuck? What is going on in that house? <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> is going on? this kid turned out yeah, so fucked Jesus. up. Jesus. <laughs> so, um, Chris ends up in the main party room... Where he's spotted by David, who of course thinks it's Todd, and he's like, oh, okay, Todd's here. Time to go. Let's get this prank time, going. Time for the prank to commence. Yeah. So start. Time to start it. So this prank scene goes on way too long. I'm gonna break it. I'm gonna shorten it down. Just here's basically breaking down what happens. Uh, David acts like he doesn't know Daryl, who's been going around being rude and hitting on every yeah, girl. People with have been kids. complaining about him. Yeah. Yeah. So David tells Daryl that he has to leave the party. Daryl refuses and starts getting physical with David. They get into a fake fight with, with Daryl getting on top of David, pretending to choke David out. Todd's supposed to charge in and try to break up the fight as the executioner. He's the muscle, which Chris dressed in Todd's costume actually does in a way. He's like, oh, I'm going to, I don't I, know. I, I want to kill this I guy. I want to kill these guys. <laughs> so Daryl sees Todd, a.k.a. Chris, coming at him. It's like, okay, we're on cue. Uh, with his hand axe, he's got the hand axe out. So Daryl pulls out a gun and points at Chris, like, stops. It's like, oh, shit, okay. And gun. Chris stops in his tracks. Yeah, like, okay. Um, Daryl then holds David hostage. Larry pulls out his cell phone to call the cops, but so does Shannon. 30 seconds later, a cop shows up. Daryl. Holding David hostage and everyone else at gunpoint forces the cop to hand over his gun and car keys, which a cop does, which again would never fucking do. Well, he go he's ter- he takes Chris hostage. He takes he takes Chris. Eventually, he but he yeah. has David. Mm-hmm. Daryl has David. Okay. And I also like the fact that there's a scene like they shoot it from behind, like the angle from behind Daryl looking at the cop. So you see him holding up one gun with one hand. It's like I got this gun. He's supposed to be holding on to Daryl with the other. But then he reaches out that hand and takes the cop's gun. So he's got 
both arms extend with guns, and there's nobody holding David. David, <laughs> he's totally let go of his hostage. He just stands there. Uh, but anyway, so the cop hands over his gun and keys. Daryl leaves taking Chris, who he thinks is Todd, is hostage now. The cop tells David to give him his key so he can go after Daryl. So David gives the cop the keys. The cop leaves the chase down Daryl. And who is that cop? Well, well, hold on. We're we're coming. However, shortly after that, the real cop shows up. uh, The ones that Shannon called. Yeah, like... like Larry called also. Like yeah, people Larry, were calling well, the fucking that's what I'm cops. Thinking, like Larry, I think. I don't he's, know if Larry was in on it. I, I wasn't sure. He, he even says, "I called the cops." Okay, so yeah, people call the cops. Um, this cause forces David to confess that all this was just a big Halloween prank. All this was just a goof. All goof, guys. Shannon gets royally pissed off at David. Storms people, out. People are like, "Boo!" Yeah. <laughs> uh, the real cop ends the party. Tells, tells everyone to go home. The party, most of all of our random partygoers leave. Several of them toss their red solo cups on the dead by the bridge troll as they Ooh, pass they think him. He's like, oh, look, he's troll drunk. Yeah, he's just troll drunk. He's funny. passed out. We cut to Daryl and Chris uh, in the car. They pull over. Daryl lays into Chris for nearly blowing the prank. Chris gets fed up, pulls out the gun, tries to shoot Daryl, but the gun's empty. <laughs> he's like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. What are you doing, bro? bro? What are you doing, bro? What are so, you doing, dude? dude? So instead, Chris wraps Daryl's seatbelt around Daryl's neck several times, pulls it tight, choking Daryl until he passes out. Dude, what are you doing, dude? Dude, dude. dude. I can't think of any other word than dude. Dude. I got to sing tomorrow, dude. Dude. <laughs> uh, Chris pulls Daryl out of the car. Daryl wakes up. Kristen kills Daryl by impaling him through the chest with another giant fucking sword. Not the same one. He has a new weapon every single yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. He's got a he's got a whole fucking armory. Or, yeah, the only weapon that we ever see get repeat is the hand axe. So Ugh. the fake cop now ends up pulling up behind the car that Daryl was driving. And this is where you're talking. The fake cop is played by you said Mitch, Mitch. who we saw at the house earlier, at who was helped setting up at the party when everybody else arrived. I don't, so I, don't, I don't know why you, I, don't, I don't know why you waited to reveal that because you obviously see him when he's I know, in the house. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know. I just I don't know. Because um, <laughs> I'm like it's played but by. You, like, but wait, you, <laughs> but you clearly see him. It's Mitch. It's Mitch. But you see, I'm saying you clearly see him and David talking about the prank in basically yes. in front of everyone. Which means, why would Shannon people who see him come in? Act like he's gonna be like, oh, that's fucking Mitch. Like, we just do saw people, you. Do people not know him? Yeah, like, why? but even yeah. if they didn't know him, like, hey, you're in. A, you were just here at the party setting up, talking to David about something. Like, how did they not? There's, there's so many plot holes yeah, in this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, So many plot holes. Anyway, fake cop Mitch spots Chris coming out of the woods. Chris just stabs Mitch in the chest with the spearhead tip of his axe, killing Mitch. He's dead. Quick and easy. Quick and easy. Back of the house, we see Shannon leave as the rest of our main group stays behind. Uh, Shannon gets into her car, she's about to, and she's taking off her costume. And then she spots Chris, who's suddenly back of the house now, walking around outside. <laughs> sure. What? How do you get back so fucking fast? I don't know. Jesus Christ. How far they drive away? Who yeah. knows? At the same time, and she's like, she's got to go 30 feet down the driveway and then her, stop. She's got her titties hanging out in her bra. And she's like, Chris. And she's like, Todd, get back here. <laughs> Look at my tits. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, we cut back to Chris, who's in, who has gotten back inside the house. Now he takes off the mask, heads downstairs, where he finds the guy dressed as the friar, banging the girl he set free from the stockades. More boobs are seen as she rides him like a fucking bronco. 
It's, like uh, a, it's a fucking Bronco. Just, it's pretty juicy. It is pretty good. Yep, yeah, pretty it's, good. It's pretty juicy. Um, Chris enters the room, kills the girl while she's on top of the dude by hacking into her back with the axe. Splat. He then chops down the guy at Friar Tucker, whoever he is. But Misses. He, but he rolled. The guy yeah. rolls out of the way. So I'm like, okay, we got a, uh, we got maybe a little standoff going so, on. So the guy rolls out of bed, tries to make a run for it, but Chris just throws the axe at him, hits the guy square in the back. Uh, the guy smashes face first into the wall, spits blood on the wall, fl- falls to the floor dead. Yeah, and you know, I did like like that sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, uh, what's your, after she like climaxes, lays down on him, is like, this was a really good idea. He's like, yeah. You know what this is a good idea? What? Tell me your name. He's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, things like that, those hookups do happen. Yeah. And, and it's obviously been over a decade since this happened to me because, you know, but man, hmm. Those were good days. Those, were those college days. Those college days. College yeah, those, days. Those random weirdo hookup yep. days. Uh, but um, hey, I'm a happily married man and have a kid on the way, so yep. just remember those days. Have fun, kids, in college. <laughs> That's from your 40-year-old horror podcaster. <laughs> yes. So upstairs, our crew is cleaning up the house. Uh, the lesbian couple leave to go have some alone time. Uh, and then Tracy leaves to go take a bath. We cut to Shannon heading downstairs, calling out for Todd. She enters the bedroom and sees Chris standing over the dead girl. Chris spins around, grabs Shannon by the neck. Again, he spots his mother's necklace. Batman! <laughs> and then, yeah, but this is kind of a weird scene because he kind of leans in close. He, like, really leans into Shannon and looks like he's either, like, kissing her on the cheek or, like, whispering or, something in her or, ear. Or hugging her? Or hugging her. I got hugging. I don't I got, know like, what he was, it was. Yeah, but it was... Because it, I didn't it see his arms go up around. He, he's holding and he like, pulls her and he, like you see his head is like, go up to her face. Like I, I, it was weird. It looked like a hug, but it wasn't an affectionate hug. Like oh mommy, I'm so glad to see you. It's like oh mommy, <laughs> and maybe that whole mommy thing, which is like, are you a good boy, Chris? You want to? I don't know. It, it's it's just fucking strange. That's all I know. Yeah, um, they 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 hired the wrong actress for that scene. Yeah, they did. It's um, like so. it's like she's the one who showed her titties in the beginning, getting raped. Okay, I get it. You need you need the titty girl for that, but she needs to be able to like also be motherly, yeah. not not like dominatrix. I'm your mama. You know? <laughs> she's like not Fifty Shades of Grey mom. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like she's still working the last like you know day shift strip club <laughs> <laughs> strip club so, day. Sorry, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so Shannon tries to run away and now the film goes into super slow motion this was some of the slowest for, motion yeah for a moment uh, but Chris easily just grabs her again and puts her in like the fucking iron claw yes! the iron claw yes! her face like, <laughs> He gra- slow motion whips her back. Iron claw, iron bitch. claw. <laughs> no escaping that. There is no escape from the iron claw. That's Killer Kowalski. <laughs> That's an old school re- That's wrestling old reference. Kid's like, who's that? <laughs> Look uh, it up, wrestling fans. Uh, we jump back to our lesbo couple undressing each other. Uh, and now we get a pretty serious lesbian makeout, almost lesbian sex scene. Lots of boobs are seen in this. So much boobs. Um, so, but then we go back to Shannon waking up handcuffed uh, to, like, the pull-out sofa bed. Yeah. 
Uh, Chris gags her and hog ties her free hand to her ankles. What does he put in her mouth? I have a theory. I think it's that the you think the, it's the, the girl's the, underwear. The, yes, the stockade girl's panties shoved in her mouth. That would make sense. I wish he would show them. I wish he would, but all it, it, to me, it looks like it's just like just a white, white cloth. White cloth. Yeah. But I, I love the theory that it's the panties because that would make sense. Although, but it looks like just like a clean white cloth or something. But it has ruffles. Did it have ruffles? A little bit of ruffles. I missed that. But I not a, not enough to really like. Signify up. that they're panties, but I really, really wish. Yeah, I really wish if they want to hit a home run, <laughs> he holds up the panties and then just goes sniff them and then puts them in. <laughs> brother, you just just kicked it up a notch, Marshall. Fucking bam, <laughs> Guy Fieri style, going to Flavor Town, baby. <laughs> I well, like that it. was a uh, that was a uh, Emerald. Emerald did guy, bam. Yeah, he did yeah, bam. Emerald, Emerald did bam. <laughs> We got a good meat sauce going on here. We're going to kick it up a notch. Bam! Basil. What do you know? <laughs> but I don't know. I thought Guy Fieri. He says Flavor Town. Flavor the t- flavor of the panties in the mouth. There you go. I don't know. Cooking uh, shows in horror with panties in mouth. Why not? Yeah. Uh, Only here. And then anyway, he just drags the dead girl's body off the screen. Uh, Tracy, meanwhile, is soaking in the tub. While Larry's in the bedroom doing more research on Chris Vale on his laptop. Dude, soaking in the tub for... Forever. Ever. Long, well, she's taking a nice bath, dude. Nice bath. Just soaking. Join, <laughs> join them suds. It's all right. Uh, anyway, he goes in the, uh, he goes in the bathroom. He's like, Tracy, you got to see what I found out. And she's like, get out of here. And take she a goes, bath. Can it wait for me to get out of the bathroom? He's like, yes, but hurry up. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know that guy, Larry? He looks so much like Rolf from... Okay, this is odd. This is an odd one. Um, you're a fan of The Office. Yeah. Dwight's friend, Rolf who's kind of a weirdo and he makes his own deet and SPF 40 SPF 900, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He, he looks a lot like that actor. I don't remember. Um, I love the office, but I'm not remembering what that actor looks like off the top of my head. So I can't compare. He's also in difficult people. If you've ever seen that show, which is a show on Amazon, which is fucking stellar. I have not. Yeah. Uh, and I realized I was just shaking my head. No, but nobody at home can see that. It's okay. So I say no. Um, so Larry goes back to the computer while Tracy lingers in the tub. Uh, we see Chris slither across the bed behind Larry like he's a fucking snake or something like that. While Larry's talking out loud about how this house used to belong to the Chris Vale family. So now it's becoming knowledge that used yeah. to belong to the, the Vales. Yes. Um, Larry turns around and is face to face with Chris, who of course he still thinks is Todd. Larry turns back to the computer, but Chris just stabs Larry down through the head with another sword. The blade goes through the top of Larry's head and comes out through the bottom of his chin. Looks good. Looks good, but Larry takes way too fucking long to die from yeah. a sword being driven through his fucking brain. This is my last time on screen. I'm gonna milk I'm it. I'm gonna ham it up. Uh, and then yeah, and, but so, and then Chris is like, Chris gets fed up. And he's like, fuck this, and he like rips the blade yeah. out through his face. Uh, fucking awesome looking kill. So, uh, hearing some commotion, Tracy gets out of the tub. We see her boobs now too, and I'm just like, God. Bless this movie's booby count. Their the booby count. The boob is... ratio in this movie is through the roof. It's amazing. Yeah. Seriously, can... all but two girls who have more than like three lines in this movie show their tits. <laughs> Seriously, every yeah. girl who has more than two lines, only two of them do not show their tits, if that makes sense. I know one. I'm trying Janine, to think of the other. Janine, who died in the car, and Shannon. Oh, yeah. Every okay. other girl who had more than two lines shows their tits. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um... 
I like how you broke that down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tracy enters the bedroom, finding Larry gone. She thinks she's hiding in the closet, trying to scare her. So she, like, I don't know, blocks the closet door with, like, sticking a chair underneath the knob or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she just goes back to her bathtub. Yeah, she, she gets out of the tub, can't find Larry, decides to go back in the tub. Yep. Most people would be like, would drain the tub. You know, she gets out. I, I yeah. found that kind of weird. I don't know. That's just my thing, I guess. Uh, Chris peeks his head in. Tracy freaks out and covers up, still thinking it's Todd. Uh, Chris fully enters the bathroom, approaches Tracy, who now thinks it's Larry. She's like, oh, Larry. Oh, it's you. Like, you borrowed Todd's costume. You're ha, trying ha, to ha, spook ha. me. You got me. Uh, yeah. And then Chris just pulls out a knife, slits her throat. Yeah, but he, like, sh- puts it in front of her, and he's, she's like, like ooh, ooh you're so going to scare yeah. You're going to kill me? And, yep. Yep. Slits her throat. Slits her throat. She bleeds out in the tub. Tracy dies. Uh, David tries to sh- uh, Shannon's cell phone, but being tied up, Shannon can't answer it. We cut to David walking to the bath, uh, walking into the bathroom where Tracy was bathing. He finds her in the tub, which is now filled with bloody water. Uh, her face is covered with a towel. He's so like, "Whoa, you got me! You got me! So, oh, you tricked the trickster! Yeah, you Watch got out. me! You pranked me! Ga ha ha!" But eventually, he removes the towel and sees that she's really fu- fucking dead. So he and freaks out, he runs freaks out of the out. room. Uh, I think at this point, I don't know. He might. I think he opens, goes to the closet door, finds Larry's dead body, freaks out some more, then runs out of the room, tries to warn the lesbians, but they don't believe him. Tell because, him to fuck off because he's been playing pranks all night. When everybody's mad at him, and when yeah. they were saying, you know, hey, he's like, hey, I don't want to play pranks anymore. I'm so sorry. Why don't you guys stay the night? And they said only if there's no more pranks. He's like, no more pranks. Yeah. And he's banging on the door, going, we gotta get the fuck out. They're dead, and they're like, "Fuck you," which is probably the best acted line. Yeah, because <laughs> they honestly looked. Annoyed. Honestly, the girl who plays Angela, the darker, the brunette, lesbian. she the bigger one. Yeah, is, is she the power top? Yeah, she's the power top. Is there power tops and power bottoms in I'm lesbian sure. relationships? Maybe I don't know. Maybe there's like a power left hand. I don't know. Scissor left handle, right handle. Mm. I don't know. Blade. I I don't know. I don't know either. Lesbians. She's lesbians. Left out there. up. Let us know. Is there a power top, power bottom? How? how you, I mean, we know there's like you know lips, lips, lipstick she's, lesbians, the butches. The, she's definitely the alpha yeah. of the relationship. Well, they do make it a Kendall. They do play out like I think Kendall's a new lesbian, like just freshly kind of out. She's she, hand on. She's very shy in this. Mm-hmm. And she's very yeah. timid. Andrew's like, I've been doing I'm, I'm no pro at this. <laughs> I've been eating clams in seventh grade. <laughs> uh, Don't worry, I can wipe this barnacle clean. <laughs> barnacle. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Oh, I love it. Just um, being but silly. But I'm saying, Angela, I actually think was a, pretty good in this movie. I, I, I enjoyed it. I have to agree. I thought, I thought she was probably the best. Yeah, she's probably the best actress, honestly. Shannon wasn't too bad, but I love Angela. No, Shannon wasn't too bad. I love Angela. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so, uh, where was I? Uh, On that cue, we see now Chris, who, just just keep in mind, last time we saw Chris almost, he was like slithering like a snake across the bed behind Larry, and now he like slithers up and over and down a window into the room. It's really fucking odd looking. This like, guy is, this this actor does have some really weird motions. Motion. The it's way so he moves. Weird. Um. So, yeah, he falls into the bedroom basically from when he pulls out his hand axe. It kind of reminds me. I know this is gonna sound weird. You know when the zombies in Resident Evil Two, you know that one part of the the 
facility or one part of the police station you didn't drop the electronic shutters on when they break through the windows and like and they just go yeah they just slide on in. They just like fall over the side and yeah. bleh, just slide on in. Like the Resident Evil remake when you like don't bore, yeah, you don't bore up the mm-hmm. windows in the police station. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's funny you mentioned zombies because remember he was he was kitchen attack zombie that's, that's in Night true. of the Living Dead that's 3D. That's true. So um, anyway, Chris gets in. He pulls out his hand axe, but Angela, like everybody else, thinks it's good old Todd. She gets pissed. She's like, "Fuck off, Fuck Todd. Off, Todd!" Knocks the axe out Chris's hand. Chris goes for a knife, but Angela grabs him by the head and gives Chris the iron claw. <laughs> she gives and him he his own message. Powerless. He's like, oh, oh no, the iron claw. <laughs> he does seem to wiggle free, though. Yeah, Kendall, ma- Kendall realizes that something's wrong, and she runs out of the door screaming uh, for David. Angela pulls the mask off and sees that it's Chris's fucked up beef jerky. And she's like, Pemmican. Oh. Pemmican face. Remember Ooh. Pemmican? Ooh. I love that shit. I wish there were Pemmican was still around. Pemmican. Pemmican. Wow, you're going deep. Um, so I, I don't have any left. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Kendall runs out of the house. Uh, yeah, Kendall runs out of the house screaming. Still topless, by the way. Boobs are bouncing. <laughs> David chases after her. Angela flips the switch, flips the badass switch yeah, on. Yeah, she does. Grabs a can of the old whoop ass, which she, of course, opens it up. <laughs> uh, she kicks Chris to the floor. Kicks him in the back of the head, then mounts him mounts and him. proceeds to ground and pound the fuck out of him like a proper MMA fighter. Topless. Just whole, yeah, exactly. The entire time, topless. topless. And I have to say, I fucking love this scene. <laughs> Just beating the brakes off of Chris. This is another reason why I love Angela. <laughs> fucking, this is awesome. Just beating him down. And I was just like, and she's, she's like, like I said, she's not a small girl. Well, she's not huge. She's just, she also looks big because they pair her with Kendall. Like every time yeah. we see her, she's with Kendall, who's tiny. Yeah. So she looks bigger, but she's not like she's a big, she's just. Average size, you yeah. know, she's but she's beating this. And she's, of course, Chris is a fucking twig anyway. Yeah. So, and this is when I was like, I don't know how long he could last in these punches because she hits him at least 10 times. At least, I mean, full on, especially that first kick. Yeah, kick that would have the back of the head would fuck you up. I mean, you know, legs are he legs, legs seen, are strong. Yeah, he should be seen star. Yeah, like, and then she gets uh, on top of him and starts wailing him and wailing him and wailing him and wailing. Yeah, him. like I loved it. Yeah. However, somehow Chris is able to kick Angela off him. He grabs a wooden hanger and kills Angela with it by stabbing her through the soft eye hole with the hanger. When he pulls it out, we see the bloody vittles hanging off the tip of the wooden hanger. So I'm pretty sure that's a first ever death by hanger. Ooh, I think it is. That we've seen. That we've seen. Yeah. And I got to say, it was very... It, this was probably one of my favorite kills. Yeah. Because... He th- does like a fucking ninja. The way he... You remember, you remember how he... Like, he he's like... What? Poses the... He, like, like, this is the way I would describe it. Like um, Andrew Dice Clay, when he would say... Always... Oh, Yes. When he'd say, what's in the bowl, bitch? And do the behind-the-head smoke with the cigarette. Yeah, he, he, he held he, it that same fashion, but it was pointing forward. Yeah. She comes running forward it's saying, like she's like, she's like, I'm going to kick your fucking ass. She's coming to kick him, and, or pardon me, fight him, punch him, whatever. Yeah. And he grabs her as she's coming forward and pulls her head. Into the hanger. Into the hanger. It's like it's like something you see, like a, like a Jackie Chan movie yeah. or an old, one Kung, old, Fu. old Kung Fu movies. It's yeah. so like. It was pretty slick. It's pretty slick, but also so out of place. Yeah. So out of place. Like, he's still like a, like a ninja. Like, this, what? <laughs> the whole movie, he's been hack and slash. Yeah. 
Like, hack what, what hack. killer is, like, hack slash hack hack? But now I was saying, like, Mr. Finesse Ninja yeah, right behind the back trick shot. Perfect kill. word, finesse. It was a per, it was a finesse kill. For <laughs> like, someone for like, someone who is beating like the brakes off Again, of you could skip, just grab the hanger and stab her through the eye. Like, mm-hmm. I, that would... That, like, I would have liked that better out of desperation. Yes. Like, I, like I just, can't do anything. I'm going to go for a Hail Mary. Yeah, just stab it. her with the eye. But this whole behind-the-head finesse made me... As much as I love this whole scene, I still like to... It made me... It's the one thing, like... It makes me cool. Like, I kind of want to hate it because it looks so fucking ridiculous and it's so out of place. Mm-hmm. He could just stabbed her with it. Same effect instead of this weird yeah. pose, forced I, thing. That I did, think I would have liked. I happen. think I would have liked it better if he would have grabbed it and then like just would have lunged, falling forward like he just can't even stand up anymore. Yeah, and just happened to hit her. In the sweet spot, just like that, that lucky he, knockout he, blow. Yeah, and like he falls. Fucking, uh, 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 what, what was it? Uh, uh, Dan Henderson on 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 uh, uh, Bisbing. Yeah, was it where you yeah. just get beat, beat me? Just that one, lo- one Where? lucky knockout mm. punch, and he you got the you got the it, win. It, it's it goes on in history. It's some of the most amazing thing. Yeah. So yeah, he hits her, falls to the floor, goes <gasps> like he just barely made it. Yeah, that would have been cool. And it humanizes. It shows that yes. he's not supernatural. He's a human. He's a dude. We've already, we've already seen him fear back from a gun. Yeah. You know that I think would have been so yeah. much better than this weird ninja martial arts. Crap that they came out of nowhere. Not that it was bad. It just no, worked. it, it just, just didn't fit. It, it didn't just didn't fit. work. Yeah. Um. So we go back to David, who who goes back into the house now, looking for Shannon. After he sees that her, Shannon's car is still parked outside, and she never left. He goes into the main bedroom and pulls out another gun from a dresser drawer, and then starts shouting out for Shannon. He goes downstairs, finds Shannon tied up and gagged. He rushes it, unties her, but ends up getting Negan to the back you know, by Chris. <laughs> um. Yeah. It just what <laughs> he does. He gets a baseball. He gets Negan. Uh, so uh, Chris then blindfolds Shannon and starts running a blade, uh, like of this large dagger. Again, a really stylized yeah, we, we dagger. Didn't, we didn't really talk about it too much. The way she she's handcuffed to the bed, but then she he was also tied in a very weird hog tie. Well, no, I mentioned of, that. I, he, he, okay, she, her right hand's handcuffed yeah. to the bed. He, her he left took hands. Her, he hog ties her left hand to, to her the ankle, back of her feet to her ankles. Great! It was really cool. Yeah, and it gags her. So, and this goes on for a while of him rubbing this dagger yeah. over her face and neck. Yeah, and it goes on for too long, and yeah. nothing really comes from it. Like, there's no. Again, I don't get because it's like it's not like this whole movie. Like he's been like sexually obsessed with Shannon. Like he's been stalking Shannon from the show. And, like he wants her. He's, he's in love had with... these like somewhat motherly flashes. But, yeah, but and, but but it's like sexy mama. <laughs> again, so... and, but there's nothing like in the back. So it's not like we don't see like. His mom giving a like, blowjob like, or something, or, or like rubbing, <laughs> like or like rubbing anything against his face when he was, yeah, a kid. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like there's, yeah. there's no connection. It's just a really weird thing again that makes zero sense and de- like doesn't need to be there. Like, there's no reason for him to be doing this. You're right. That was a good point. I went off the right reservation with blowjob. I don't know what else they could. He sees the necklace again. Triggers more flashbacks. Yeah, the Batman necklace came into play, and I have a theory now. Okay. What's her last name? Vale. Vicky, Vicky Vale. vale. Boom. <laughs> that's boom. That's where we got the necklace from. <laughs> These are descendants of Vicky Vale. The, necklace, Vicky... Was, the necklace was given to her by Bruce Wayne. Yes. And it, this is the sense of Vicky Vale. Yes. Which, this... by the way, Batman DC movies. What the fuck, man? Bring back Vicky Vale. Man, yeah. All these goddamn Batman movies and, and Justice League movies. 
Where the fuck is Vic? There hasn't been Vicky Vale since Kim Basinger in the original Michael Keaton Batman movie. We kicked it off the right way. And she was she's supposed to be like the Lewis Lane is the, the Batman. You know, like she's yeah. Batman's Lewis Lane, and everybody else has got to love. Where the fuck is Vicky Vale? No, instead we get fucking droopy face Maggie Joan Hall. Hall. We're talking with the with the fucking hound dog. Suits. I mean, I get the big thing. Every oh, but they try to build up the, the at some point they build up the whole. Batman Catwoman relationship. And okay, that's great, huh? But God, give Vicky Vale some love, people. Right? She gets cast in this shit now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh Yeah, so at this time we go back in the flashback, we see the father boarding up the mother's dead body in a closet, then seals up the closet by boarding it up <laughs> with some and then covers it with some cheap fake wooden plasticky wallpaper yes this and then the father just shoots himself in the head and kills himself i like i like the idea up until like he's so okay gotta hide the body he's boarding her up in a wall he's gonna you know he's doing the old cast of amontillado very good Uh, callback to uh edgar Allan poe stories damn right very october yeah yeah so it's I like the idea, but when he put the fucking fake... Like, this is going to fake... This will really... This will fake... Nobody will see this. The, Nobody will recognize the this. The color was correct, but it's it just looked sloppy. It's Real the, sloppy. It's this shitty plastic you go to a Halloween store and buy. They, oh, you want wood? You want stone? Do you want... Yeah. It's that fake background. Yeah. You shouldn't see, like, cheap haunted houses, and it's just plastic rolled, yeah. like, almost thin vinyl shit. Like... And like, oh, nobody will, everyone will think this is fake. Well, nobody will notice this. When the I cops like come the walking. idea, hated the execution. Yeah, I, I, I agree too. But it's like, if it's wood, if you're, you're putting wood next to, just paint the fucking wood. Here, here. Like, it's already next to wood. You're covering it with wood. Just paint it to look like the wall and you're fine. So the guy boards it up, puts the shit on top of it. He turns around and he sees his son who's all burned yeah. and he freaks out and he kills himself. Yeah. That was the whole thing. They didn't have to do it so fast. No. They could have done it over a day or two. And it shows him like doing a really good job yeah. of patching it up. And he thinks, he's like, where's my son? Where's my son? All of a sudden he turns around. His son's been hiding for two days. And there he is, all fucking burnt. And maybe even worse, all pussy. And gross. Yeah. And then he can be like, no, bam. They didn't have to rush it, is what I'm saying. I, they could have done something. But yeah. yeah. Um, so we go back to the present. Chris starts hacking at the wall with a claw hammer. Finds his mother's decayed skeletal remains, pulls them out, and starts like cuddling with them. Cuddling it, yeah. And then we fade to black. We fade in on Shannon, still blindfolded, laying on the floor. She takes her blindfold off now, easily. Okay, why didn't she do that before? Who knows? Yeah, she's scared. Uh, She looks around, sees the gun lying near her uh, by, so she grabs it. Meanwhile, Chris is still cuddling with his mother's corpse on the floor. (laughs) Shane stands up, shoots Chris twice because for some dumbass reason there's only two bullets in the gun. Yeah, which I didn't understand that. It's, a, it's supposed to be a fully loaded gun, at least a nine to thirteen round, maybe eleven. There, there, there hasn't been one shot fired. Not a single shot's been fired this entire movie. Boom, boom. Oh, now it's empty. Two shots. I mean, did it? Two? J- did it jam? No, it didn't. It didn't jam. I mean, did it? Did it? Did it just have two bullets in it there? Had two bullets in it. Two Come bullets. on, man. Yeah. Uh, so that's why you need to have a revolver, trusty revolver. Yeah. So, two bullets, done. Uh, Chris slumps down over his mother's skeleton, dead. We cut to Shannon outside talking to a cop who wants her to, like, yeah, you have to give your statement, blah, 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 while other cops are walking around doing <laughs> Dude, this shit. Dude, she's got, like, sex hair. 
Her hair's all ruined. Yeah. And it's like, you know when you take your girl home after she's got nice hair, hairspray and all that stuff, but you had a rough night in the sack and she sits up and she's yeah, like, you get the hey, morning baby, after sex the, the yeah. hair is just all over the place. And you're like, yeah, And you sex know what? Hair. She did have really a really rough night. All she did was party. She never had sex. And then she just laid on the floor. She just laid, like, she didn't get roughed up. She didn't get assaulted. She just laid on the floor. She's handcuffed, but she just laid there. Marshall, she was awkwardly hugged. She was awkward. <laughs> I'm so sorry. She was awkwardly hugged. I apologize. That would give you sex ed. Yeah. Um, so anyway, she's talking to cops. Behind the cop she's talking to, she sees the body bag that's supposed to be containing Spring Chris's up. body sit up. And she grabs the cop's gun from his belt. Because, again, the cops in this movie are shit cops. Oh, and she's... And he's like, hey, what are you doing? (laughs) And she grabs the guy's gun, shoots uh, Chris in the body bag, in the head, one shot in the head. The cop goes over. I don't think he even takes the gun back. He just goes over. He did it it in a very very, uh, John Woo style or maybe Ang Lee or Edgar Wright. You know, the quick close-up. Like, grab the gun, pull it out, extend it. The cop goes, hey, close-up, and then boom, you know. But they didn't use any of that technique nope. at all during the actual... I mean, they did some close-up kills, but not like that quick succession of movement. No. It wasn't bad. It was a little sloppy. It wasn't as crisp as those guys, but I appreciate the effort. Yeah, uh, but again, like I said, the cop's shit because he never takes the gun back. But they, <laughs> just, they just go over to uh, the buy bag. They open it up, and we see that Shane is actually shot David! Bum, bum, bum. Uh, instead of Chris, so yeah, wow. And the, the cop goes... We got the wrong guy. Yeah, and also, first of all, for getting shot in the head, um, there's no gunshot wound, blood. There's no anything on David. He's completely fine. He does have very dark, bushy hair. But he got shot like, in the fort. Like, he should be dead. And not the fact, not even from the gunshot. We'll take that away. He got brained by a baseball bat. Yeah. Still, no blood, no bruising, nothing on his head at whatever. So, I was so mad. At that part, I'm like, really? Yeah. You're looking for Chris Vale, who looks like, I can't believe it's not beef. Uh, <laughs> you know, beef jerky, which is a turkey jerky. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he looks like, so come on. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the police know what he looks like. They're they passing pictures of yeah. We got the wrong guy. Whoops. Whoops. Yeah, we got this normal looking guy <laughs> yeah, who happens to own this house. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Shane stands over David, looking down with disbelief, tears filled her eyes. The cow's like, uh oh, we got the wrong guy, guys. He's still out there. Waka waka. Waka waka. <laughs> uh, now we cut to Chris walking down some road, wearing brown robes and a mask made from a paper plate <laughs> over his face. Sure. Because that won't draw suspicion. Yeah, or that, that covers him up real well. Ugh. Uh, a car stops and the driver offers him a ride because again, everybody. That's the first hitchhiker like, I'm picking up. The dude that looks like a burnt fucking sausage and <laughs> <laughs> with a paper plate, with a paper plate face. over his face. Yeah, I'm yeah. picking him up. Although the guy who picks him up might be the kind of guy who likes to pick those kind of dudes up. <laughs> uh, Chris gets in. The driver's like, "You look like you've had one hell of a Halloween night." As he wears an American Eagle net trucker's cap with yeah. no shirt on and a dirt stash. <laughs> In a convertible. Uh, Chris takes off his paper plate mask and kind of, it, 
it's very subtle, so I can be wrong. But to me, he takes off the mask and it looks like he kind of sinks down into his into the chair bit, like he's gonna like curl up and just take a nap as yeah. the car drives away in slow motion. Cue the butt rock, and the camera lingers on this road way too fucking long. It, oh yeah, it lingers on an empty road for like two minutes like, for no reason before the credits finally as, start. As to the road. butt rock just goes just, on. Bellows out of the asshole yes. of the beast. <laughs> oh, the butt rock the is asshole of the beast. The butt rock is strong <laughs> with this one. Uh, so you roll the credits, and then at the end of the credits, they try to be funny with the end credits, saying that no beautiful co-eds were harmed during the production of this screenplay. Only one ugly dude, so who cares? And why are you still reading this? Go back to the video store and rent another asylum film. You know you want to. Um, that's the movie. Ugh. Let's move on to uh, our favorite kills. So many wonderful kills to choose from, but you can only choose one. Dems the rules, pudding. All right, Aaron, what do you got this week? I mean, as we mentioned before, the kills are pretty good. Yeah. I got to admit, I, I, I was surprised. Yes, I was surprised too. I was surprised at the quality of the kills. Um, they're they're all pretty good. Um, I like the troll kill because I it was kind it was, and I, I think I'm gonna go with the troll kill. Okay, I'm surprised but because that's, cool. that's it's the one that had the the most comedic value, and I really do believe in these indie movies. You have to bring some good fun to the movie because you can't compete with big blockbusters and classics. Right, you got to bring something different, and usually that's humor. You know, uh, and this was the funniest one. And it was good. It was still good because it chopped into his head. He pulled back and forth and it got a close up shot of it kind of ripping the head open. And then he fell down and kicked him in the stockade as he fell forward dead. That was my favorite kill. Now, I'm not saying like that was my favorite one. There were better, more gory ones and, yeah. you know, more but theatric ones. Favorite but kill. that was my favorite. One. Not necessarily the best. It's your favorite. Yeah, kill. that was my favorite kill. Uh, I had two. Like I said, they're all good. Larry's kill was really good with the sword through the head, and then when he rips it through the face, yeah, it looked great. Yeah. But um, even though we we ranted and ma- we hated the 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 part of the setup to the kill, my favorite kill, Angela. Yeah, because that, just the entire scene that lead she's kicking his ass, she's fighting back, she's it's awesome. That and was one of the best scenes in the movie. Yeah, hands down. And then, but a fucking hanger for like, it's stupid, but it should be dumb. Fucking first, hanger through the eye hole, and again, it looked good. It yeah, looked good. Yeah. So that was my favorite. Was I was like, holy shit! I just saw somebody get killed with a hanger. Yeah. Um. So that's my favorite kill. It was Angela. All right. So that was that was fun. You surprised me with the troll. I liked yeah. that. I liked I like I like the load. I like off to the mix different it up one. a little yeah, bit, Marshall. Like, like to keep you on your twinkle toes. Yeah, did you kept me on my twinkle toes? All right. Moving on to uh, the odds and the ends. Hey there, puddings. Not only did Mr. M and Mr. A watch this movie, they researched it too. And they say I'm the crazy one. All right, ratings. Oh, IMDb gives it a 3.9 out of 10. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, there's no official number score, which is not a surprise, but it has a 17% audience score. <laughs> and Amazon, well, it's not on Amazon, so there is yeah. no Amazon score. Yeah, no shit. It's like, this is one of the very, very few Rare. films. Yeah. You can only find it where, Marshall? On Tubi. Tubi. 
Dow, just think of Teletubbies. They'll come to Tubi. So, where can you find your horror schlock? Tubi. Tubi. Uh, so like a, yeah, it sounds like such a kitty. Like it's like it's gonna be like a streaming service for kid. I movies. can't help but say it in such a like. I know. I know. You say like Tubi. Yeah. Um, I feel like I gotta lower my voice more <laughs> when I say Tubi. Yeah. Like somebody, I feel like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Like, somebody's gonna push me. Like, yeah, instead of my belly, <laughs> Tubi. Tubi. Uh, so, plucky words. There were sixty-two plucky words. Wow, I'm surprised uh, that uh, people took the time. Yeah. Um, nipple, bare breast, woman on top, stabbed in the eye. <laughs> nude fight. Yeah. And then lots and lots of stuff pertaining to lesbians and all sorts of lesbian innuendos. So, Man, they love the lesbians. But panties was not one, unfortunately. Interesting. Well, uh, there, wasn't, there weren't really with panties, yeah. There weren't really bras, weren't but not many, a lot of panties. There weren't really too many panty shots. There weren't. I there guess. weren't any panty shots. Like I said, the only panty shot you might have gotten would have been the gag, if it was for sure it was panties. Well, there was Ashley, the alpha lesbian, tearing the dress off yeah, of... Yeah, she tears... the. I think she does of, tear the panties what's off What's her name, of, Kendall? Yeah, Kendall. Yeah. Which, by the way... Angela Angela rips off Kendall's. Yeah. I think, and they were black or something like that. Yes, yes. <laughs> God, it makes me sound like a horrible pervert. <laughs> just thinking back. Did she survive? The Kendall character? That's a good point. I think she survived. She might have then. Because she ran outside. Got David, to the car. She gets... Da- yeah, she's like, David, don't go back in there. And, and that's goes, the last time we see yeah, her. Yeah, David goes back in, and that's when he finds Shannon. Goes into that that final scene. Yep. Kendall may have survived. Yeah. Kendall may have survived. Yeah, that's, an un- that's not a plot hole. That's an unknown thing that we don't know what happens to Kendall. That kind of breaks the formula. Yeah. Of final girl. Survivor girl, yeah, you know? Yeah, two, two, two of them. Yeah, but one is kind of... Not involved. Yeah, she's kind of. Yeah, yeah, you get the you get to live. You get. She got out. Maybe she called the cops. Maybe. Maybe she went and got help. I don't know. Yeah, Kendall mystery. That's a good point. I can't. Yeah, I didn't overlook that one. Good on you. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Trivia. Nothing. Budget. Nothing. Dang. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, that brings us to this week's five star reviews. At the end of this day, one shall stand. One shall fall. Good versus bad. Right versus wrong. Light versus dark. In the end, when the dust settles, who will be left standing after Mortal Comet combat? How, now, how, how many? However, problem is, it's not on Amazon. So there are no Amazon five-star reviews. That's the right. The only reviews I have to go off of are IMDb, IMDb ones. Where and like, those motherfuckers like to write goddamn novels. Why? Because everybody thinks they're fucking Cisco and Ebert. <laughs> so um, I wrote down some of the shorter ones, and even some of the long ones I just took clippets from. Why can't they be more Leonard Malton? Why can't they be like a fucking max on these things like you can only write so much <laughs> i don't need to read a three-page you know like a 40-page dissertation well, on, a, on the fucking you know tara bloodfart lake review you, or something do you remember those books leonard malton would release it was like you know the bet like leonard malton's review it was a it was a thick 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 paperback book that'd be like 
500 pages and it'd have like over a thousand movies in it and it would just give like maybe a paragraph. If it was The Godfather, <laughs> maybe he'd write two, you know? <laughs> but like just a brief description. Why can't she be more like Men- yeah. <laughs> Martin or Leonard? Mar- I can't even remember his fucking name. Yeah, I, 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 I vaguely Leonard know. Yeah. yeah. But no, everyone thinks, yeah, they're fucking. So I wrote down a few of these and they range. Like I can't, they all range from. So from horrible horror films. Ooh, getting uh, pretty close there, yeah, buddy. Yeah. Uh, four out of ten from this guy. Uh, the greatest thing about this movie is the hot girl and girl action. I'm not kidding. There are a couple of hot chicks that get naked and get it on a couple times during this movie. Most excellent. Four out of ten. Most excellent. Fucking Bill and Ted. Uh, from Terminal Madness, one out of ten. Why is Christopher on a killing spree? Why did he escape and where is he going? Why would he kill if he saw his mom brutally murdered? Duh, he's insane. Nah, I don't buy it. Not to mention Jingled rips elements from previous slashers. Christopher doesn't kill a girl because he reminds him of his mom. His mask looks similar to Jason's. And the whole mental patient angle is very derivative of a certain film that drops on the same holiday. Ginger pads the film with plotting, characterization, terrible dialogue, especially from the lead actor who performs the worst ad-libbing I've ever seen anywhere. And characters that I could give two shits about. It's as hard to list the endless flaws that it is to sit through this, but in the end, Halloween night is a result of monkeys on a typewriter who finish off Halloween hours before. Boo. One out of ten. I agree with like a lot of that, except for the re- Jason mask reference. Yeah. I, that was uh, a... Yeah. Maybe. Like, you took Jason mask and like, wrapped it in leather or something. I just got to say... I, I don't know. Yeah, it's not... I, yeah. yeah. I don't uh, White Wing Dove 17. What? Uh, what? Yeah. Jeez, ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, I forgot to write down what she gives us, but I thought this movie was a lame attempt at recreating another Halloween movie. And after Rob Zombie screwed that up, we don't need another. I can't say this, that this movie is all that bad in its entirety, but it definitely doesn't stack up against other classics horror movies of the time. And that's all she writes. Gavin6942 gives it a 3 out of 10. Mm. From Michael Jingle to editor of the, the editor of Fangoria. So, yeah, that's his day job. He, he's the editor of Fangoria. You would think that Jingle, after viewing thousands of horror films, would know how to make a good movie. Now, granted, he did not direct it. He just wrote it, dot, dot, dot. And granted, it does have a fair amount of gore. But he seems to have the same problem Rob Zombie does. He has seen so many films that he no longer has the ability to be original and can only steal from other Better films. The visuals are all right, though, so I guess it's not a complete loss. Three out of ten. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Last two I'm reading. From He Film, another three out of ten. What do slasher films need to be good? Pretty simple. Cool-looking slasher? No. Rubber mask covered by dorky night helmet. <laughs> Nudity? Yes. Lots of that in this one. Real breasts, too. <laughs> cute enough girls, mostly. But no. hey, at least even the not-so-cute ones look better naked. Acting, well, no, slasher films don't need it, but the best ones usually have at least one good actor to prove that good acting still exists. Nope, no acting here. Scream queen who can scream? Nope, no good screams here either. Time to wrap things up. If you've seen Asylum movies in the past, you probably have a lot of pent-up rage at them. Three out of ten. That was one I really, like, I had to shrink yeah, out yeah. a lot. Last one from uh, Gressman07. He gives it a seven out of ten. Ooh, that's uh is that our highest? Uh, that's pretty close. Yeah, I think it is. It is our highest. Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah. Imagine evil Toxie assuming Michael Myers' propaganda to come home, 
I'm sorry, uh, permagen. Assuming Michael Myers' permagen to come home, all set in the schlockiest of Friday the 13th movies and done by Troma Light. This movie isn't a cinematic masterpiece or to be taken seriously. It's just a good time with some good gory kills ranging in absurdity with throwback style absurdance of boobs, Halloween style flicks, Halloween style flicks range. Few are masterful. Carpenter's original Dark Knight of the Scarecrow are the ones I guess he's list. Most fall into the mundane and some descent into kill me now and end this atrocity level of bad house of fears. In my opinion, this film plays to its strengths and never gets too serious. It's just a blast of a good time. Friday 13th meets trauma light, uh, seems appropriate. Uh, and then seven out of 10 on the Halloween film scare, definitely above the mundane and the excellent low budget slashers slasher by numbers. Surprising given the asylum, with this being the first production I could even finish. Seven out of ten. So <sighs> there's it's a wide range. The wide yeah, range. And yeah, there are yeah. a lot more. I just yeah, obviously I wasn't going into all of them. We're gonna write read all of them. There's two all fucking, these fucking long. novels. Yeah. So um so yeah, there's that. That's that's what what would care to give us your final thoughts on the Halloween night two thousand six. Independent movie, low budget. No names for the most part. No, 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 no names. No names. Not inexperienced, but no names. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, some, some cries, but yeah. And I, I, I kind of go back to what the last reviewer said. There's, there's certain things uh, that a horror movie needs, you know, or, or a, a low budget indie slasher needs. You know, you got, you got the killer check. You know, you got a, you got an outfit for him check. You got the, the titties check. You got the gore check. But I think there's other elements that need to come, especially for an independent film. You need to make it fun and original uh, to, to a point. You know, you got to add some fun, funny kind of thing in there. And again, you do need acting. You got to have some acting. And they cannot act. And that's probably, and I don't know if that's a product of the poor actor or the poor script. Because this is where it shows they had good gore. They had the tits. They had the killer. And you know what? The way the guy moved... It was very interesting. He did have weird movements. It was definitely bizarre. It was an interesting choice. But after a while, I kind of liked it. The way he described him, him slithering around. And even though it didn't quite fit so much the finesse kill, he had interesting movements. But it just did not follow through with the fucking writing and or acting. It could be both. You know, both the acting was just shit. <laughs> the writing was just shit. But you gotta give your actors actual dialogue. You can't have them be like, eh, and just kind of fill in, you know, talk about talk about this, talk about that, talk about the party, talk about how you're gonna set it up, and just, you know, ad lib it. Cause then it just gets sloppy. And there's a lot of sloppiness. Now, please, uh, please let me know what your thoughts are on this. I felt like they the guys, especially in the first and beginning of the second act, they were giving a lot more free reign and they were Freeballing and spitballing and shit talking way more than the girls were. The girls seem to stick. The girls seem to be way better actresses, actors in general yeah. than the guys. I agree with you on that. The girls were better, way this. better, mm-hmm. way better. And I wonder if that's because the guys were just told to freestyle and the girls stuck to their script because the girls really didn't freestyle at all. They seemed to have deliberate lines. And if they and, did, they did a masterful job at because it, it wasn't really obvious yeah, like yeah, it was with, with yeah. the guys. And that's where it, it falls into so bad it's scary for me. Because I just, I mean, good kills, good gore, you got tits. I like all that stuff. 
But for some reason, I judge an independent movie a little harder because you gotta come with the funk. You gotta come with something a little Bring bit more. The funk. You do. You really do. You gotta. You gotta stand out amongst it. Like the same. Like remember that happened with uh, 420 Massacre. It just didn't do anything different. You're fucking called 420 Massacre. Have people doing like make it fun. Have some fun. They had zero fun. Yeah. In that fucking movie. And there was this was. What Halloween night? Yes, it's supposed to be fun. Bring a little fun. That's why I like the troll kill the most because that was the one that had the most amount of brevity and kind of like a fun moment. This didn't have any fun moments. Even the joke part wasn't even fun. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to say so bad it's scary. Um, maybe I'm judging it on a sharp curve, but that's how I felt watching the movie. It just didn't punch home for me. Okay, um, I. Appreciate everything you said. Um, I think you're wrong. Oh, I say so bad it's good. Okay, uh, I agree with you for a lot of things you said. You're right. The writing's pretty bland and terrible. Uh, everything we've seen this, we've seen thousands of times before. It doesn't do anything new. It doesn't break the mold. It recycles the same formula we see time and time again. But but at the same time, I was inter- is is as bad as the guys were in this movie, and they get to the point where I don't. Even, I wanted to slap David a few times. I just wanted him to shut up. But uh, as bad as it was, I was not, I was never really bored with the movie. I never got bored. The kills were great for, again, really good for this level. It surprised me. The boob ratio was through the roof. <laughs> um, Angela, I thought was stole the move, stole the show. Uh, I enjoyed it enough that I don't think it's so bad. It's scary. Um, and I'm kind of, at least maybe I, 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 maybe in the past I've said differently. I don't remember, but as I sit here today, I feel like I'm the little opposite of you. Like, I'll give the independent movies a little more lead way because they're independent. They're working with less. They're not getting top line actors, not getting top budgets and, and, and producers and directors. They're working with a lot less. So I can, I'll give them more lead way to, to um, unlike, you know, where you said you're the opposite. Um, and yet, should they be more fun? Yeah, at, at times. But, uh, you know, it's not every independent movie is always going to be that way. Um, and then sometimes, but there, there's also a fine line because you go, is it too fun? You start going into slapstick weirdness, or is it too serious? I don't know. It's but I, I give him a, a little bit of a leash on this, and I say it's so bad it's good. I think it's worth at least one watch. It's fucking free on Tubi, so you don't have anything to lose. That's true. Um, now I, I get what you're saying, but I could have gone with fifty percent less boobs and twenty five percent less score for twenty percent better writing and twenty percent more gags. How- Dare you say fifty percent less boobs? I could have. Never, was... never less boobs. <laughs> there were so many boobs. And you say that like so a bad thing. How dare you, sir? It's not really a bad thing. <laughs> but there was also this. But the the writing got pretty cringy too during that standoff scene where David and Dylan or whatever his fucking name is were getting into it, and they just kept saying "so faggot, so motherfucker, faggot, faggot," yeah. you know, kind of going back and forth of that. I'm like. Oh, that was a little rough. I'll give you, know, you that. And yeah, I'm like, that, come on, yeah, guys. I'll give you that. That was 2006. We, I'll we, give we, you we that. We just talked about it last week with Freddy vs. Jason in 2003 when they were talking you about how cringe so that was. PC. Jeez, you're getting old in PC. <laughs> but I don't know. I got a lot of gay friends, and I'm just like, I don't like hearing I that. I got gay friends, like, too, but it's like, Jesus. It's, it's, that's still. Like, I get it. I get it. I get it. But still, it was just, you don't have to write it. You know, if that shit happens, like. You know, it's still kind of cringe. It's it, it does. It's not that. I'm not gonna say you can't write because if you're writing for a character, and if the character, if this is the character, 
then that's the character. Now, if you're having people that wouldn't say the same fag, just to say fag or be, you know, for obligatory reasons or just for shock, then then that's not. But almost everything is acceptable within the realm of a character when writing for that character. Now, so I'm not gonna get all PC and say all oh, this nothing's acceptable. Because either everything is acceptable or nothing is acceptable, blah, blah, blah. We're not getting it. That's not yeah, what we're sure. doing here. That's not what we're for. All I'm saying is it's worth the watch. It's a fun movie. I was not bored. The kills were good. The boobs were great. I It's a free watch, so nothing to lose. Watch it if you want. Aaron says no. I say yes. Pick your side. Lie in the sand. That's what we're done. We're done for the day. <laughs> well, well, do I have a rebuttal? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Lie. Lie. No, I, if you have a rebuttal, go ahead. I just no, it was it was just cringy. I get what you're saying, and I totally agree. I just think it should be better if, if you're going to use it, use it more impactfully instead of just throwing it because it it just it just gets cringy. It just got cringy. That's all. Okay. That's all. All right. So if you're, uh, I thought it was better used in in two thousand three. So if you're approved like Aaron, don't watch this movie. Oh, go fuck yourself, you asshole, you piece of shit. <laughs> If you're not a pussy like me, then you can, you can sit through this and be all right. Uh, hey, I love the boobies. Uh, boobies are good. Yeah. I'm just saying, I wish the writing was a little better. Yeah. Uh, but that's so many movies. I mean, so many. But yeah. Yeah. We can yeah. talk about this. We're, we're, yeah. We're I know. Just, we're, 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 we're good. We've we set our bits. I've already I realized we're setting ourselves up for a conversation after this is over. Yeah. Uh, we're... <laughs> Uh, we, we've said we, we've said our piece, uh, you guys. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate. Uh, let well, us know. Let, let us, us know. know your thoughts. I guess. Yeah, and let us know about us. You know, please contact us on Facebook, <laughs> on Instagram, on Twitter. Oh, our, that so long. I know our Twitter <laughs> handle is at so bad and scary. Uh, find us on horriblehorrorpodcast.com where you can find our merch and uh, you know. We Which link? we're getting low on, by the way. We, yeah. After the convention, we're very, very low on shirts. I got to go through inventory because we are running really yeah, low Yeah, that's a good point. On shirts. We, are, we are really low on our shirts. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually in the works here with something I need to talk to you about later. Uh-oh. Off air. Something maybe Ooh. for Christmas time. Ooh. Um, but all right. So uh, that's it, guys. We'll be back next week with another horrible horror movie. So until then, guys, watch more horror movies. And remember to always keep it tight. Stay PC.